Dame Lillard, and I'm rocking with the bigs. Time to get busy. Like we always do about this time. It's the bigs. Here comes Stafford. And he's picked off. And it's going the distance. Eddie Jackson for the fifth time in his young career has a touchdown. You already know what time it is. It's the bigs. A drive the other way. It's going to go. Cubs lead. Number 11 for Javi. Officially rocking with the bigs. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. 2-0 Sox. It's us, the bigs. Oh, my goodness, Zach Levine. Or get out the way. You're rocking with the bigs. Right here on the Bigs Radio Network. And just like that, you are officially rocking with the bigs. Episode 11 on deck. It's your man, T-Tom. You sure it's episode 11? Oh, I'm sure. I know last week was 10. I made sure I listened to the beginning of it last night. Damn, man. <laughs> I'm on point with it from, from then on. All right, brother. <laughs> episode 11 Damn. on deck, man. Get right back at it. Gino, man, tell us something good. Bears a huff. <laughs> man, before we go into depth, we got another special guest in the building, man. I'm going to let, let you do know. the honors, man. Honored and proud to to introduce this guy who has been rocking with us since the beginning. I'm sure he knows that we've been rocking with him f- for years. Sure. We've seen him growing the scene into uh, one of the most special personalities that this city has ever had, in my opinion. Oh, man. Jason Goff is sitting across the table rocking with the bigs today. Y'all welcome. Appreciate it. Yes, I had to look around and see who the hell y'all was introducing. <laughs> hey, man. Come on now. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, yes, sir. And you know, as as both of you know, I used to run in the gene in the media room at the United Center all the time and to you, you know, I first of all, I didn't know that these two brothers knew each other. So, you know, it's so few and far between in Chicago sports media. So I'm like, wait a minute, these two brothers know each other? Oh, they're going to get broken up real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, people have tried. You know what I'm saying? Wait, they tried to to kill the dynasty? Oh, yeah. yeah, They tried to hold access and all that other foolishness. But I am, uh, uh, before we even get into anything, I am uh, incredibly proud of y'all cats, man, because... There's a certain tenor and a certain integrity that you guys have moved with for years now. And before I, uh, you know, got out of terrestrial radio or was removed from terrestrial radio, <laughs> so you let, let them know. Yeah, before, yeah, before that, yeah, I was always, you know, letting people know that this is this is what you need to be down with. This is there's a new wave coming, and it doesn't have to be necessarily on your radio dial. And voila, two three years later, um, you see where people are going for their content. And, you know, the consumer is, is dictating where the product is going to come out of now instead of the other way around. And you guys, you guys were, were right on the, the precipice of all this exploding. So I'm, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to see y'all. Happy to be around, you know, so thank appreciate you, thank y'all. You. This is, this is, I feel like this is more of a, a reward for me than it is for anybody else listening right now. Hey, we need that as a drop. I mess with these cats, man. That was yeah. beautiful. No, nah, I, I mess with these dudes, like legit, legit. I've been. You know, Gene, he and I have run into each other on some in some Nike circles or whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not plugged like Gene, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. In some circles, but nah, this is this is this is real. So I appreciate I appreciate the invite. You know, and I'm looking forward to the conversation with you dudes. No man, like we told Cam last week, Cam Smith was like, yeah, that's my week. man. And it's like, man, if it wasn't for you and you know guys like you and him, there would be no the bigs. So yes, you sir. guys are like the you know the blueprint to uh 
Totally. You yes. know what we're doing, and, and it would it's only right for you to come and, and rock with the yeah, brother. So sure, and it's man. just the beginning. So this is you know, this is like a pre K. Yeah, you guys got you guys got to move it, man. Trust me. And it was guys before me and Lawrence and Jay Hood and some of you know, we go back to Fred Mitchell yep. and, yeah. and Dan, Dan Jiggins. Yeah. And yeah, those those the OGs, man, Tommy Williams and those dudes back in the day. So yep. you know, it's just it's been a long line of brothers who have been trying to hold it down or holding it down, one right. or the other. And now it's so open now that nobody can really control the content, which is which is is the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely, man. Like like Gino just said, y'all have provided the inspiration uh, just to get the people what they want. You guys have, have been at the forefront of that, not being afraid to say certain things, making sure that you guys stand well, some stand of us have been at the forefront of that. <laughs> <laughs> some man. of us had to pay. No, nah, man. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, man. Nah, looking it's... forward to talking about all of that today. Yeah, let's get into it, man. I mean, for, yeah, let's kick. Let's start it off there. For me, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I I was not a fan of sports talk radio because personally, I'm going to keep it real, I got tired of hearing a bunch of old corny white dudes trying to tell me about sports. <laughs> no disrespect, because no, a lot of them you. are good at what they do. I got you. A lot of a lot of them are good at what they do, but you know, just being honest, that wasn't my style. You know, it's it's crazy because when I came up listening, like I, everybody knows that knows my story or has followed any part of my career knows that I listened to the station that I worked at before. You know, when I was a kid, so I I was always a fan. And it was just the connection, the the, the access point True. of connecting the people. So what happened was, I would get, uh, like, I would get the game without people knowing I was getting the game. So okay. I would I would listen to how people connected, the things I didn't like, the things I did like. I listened to people that I'd never agreed with, and then you realize, oh, there's a reason why they got their hooks in you Period. for whatever reason, right? And then when I got my chances as a young kid, you know, first. First show I hosted was like, I was 21, 22 years old, and they put me on a schedule. I was like, somebody must have been smoking, but I'm going to take advantage <laughs> of this, you know what I mean? And I did a couple of overnight shows, and they're like, all right, you know, we can you know, throw him some more, throw him, throw him some more kibbles and make him feel like he's rising up. And they put me with people, and then those people would get the push, and I wouldn't get the push. And all right. I did was sit back and work on my game and try to do as much as I possibly could, but I couldn't wait. Like you said, there's a lot of people who feel like they've been boxed out of that medium because uh, there's not a lot of voices, a lot of perspectives like ours. Yep. And on top of it, I always felt like the weirdo because I never really understood why people like were drawn to whatever I was saying because I wasn't like the sports radio dudes. And then on top of it, like I wasn't like the people I knew on the block. So true, it was like, it's, there's a difference, right? Like every weekend I would spend on my, over my grandmother's house on 8845 South State Street, right? So. Mm. Every weekend I would do that and then come back to Evanston, you know, for the week. And then it'd be like I never really felt like I was home anywhere, but I was home everywhere. Like everybody rocked with me, but Makes I was sense. like, I'm not I'm not like that person, I'm not like this person. So I, when I finally got a chance to rock out, I was like, Oh man, I could just I could just do what I've heard everybody else do, which is be themselves, you know, right. instead of the rock references I'm talking about. Like people used to and now it seems flagrant, but I look back on it like people would say, oh, you don't know this movie is such an important movie in time and it's such an important song. And I'd be like, have you seen Peyton Full though? Oh. And, and they'd be like, oh, well, no. And I'm like, well, that's pretty important to me. That was me with Caddyshack. 
Yeah. I was oh, like, dude, what man. is this? Yeah. I like, actually I saw it. I thought it was funny though. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, got, it's got a few okay, laughs. Yeah, it's got a couple. Right. It's got a couple <laughs> jokes. A I was like, laughs. all right, this no, is funny. That's the thing. Like certain things that people don't think are important just because they're not privy to it. Period. Doesn't mean that it's not important to somebody else. So as soon as I got my chance, I'm like, yo. I've mm-hmm. I've already you already gave me the game so I already know what y'all like right and now I know what I like and I know what we like so we good money now and sometimes those perspectives that change is a little hard for people to swallow yeah. like they can't can't get past like certain people have never been excluded before right absolutely so, so that exclusion yes. feels like yo. It's new to them. I, yeah, like I don't know how to feel about. Like, I think I like it, but he's saying some things that I'm not. You know that I don't I, know if I should like. They this take it. Per, it's personal. They take, it's like personal. Like yeah. this is against me specifically. Get, well, alienation yeah. is something that like we can't afford, right? So it's like, all right, I got to get with it. Like I got to understand what they, why they feel the way they do about this. Whereas if I turn it on his head, it's like, oh, I ain't got to feel that way that you feel because I'm never gonna have to interact on that level ever again after this conversation. Uh-huh. Whereas if you've dealt in any business you have to like you got to know like for instance i grew up knowing jewish holidays and all those things because where i lived right and you know the first bar mitzvah i ever went to i was like you know 10 11 12 years old just like just like the people that were there and then my my different surroundings i'd be in other surroundings and be like no no you can you can yeah i've been to one of those like you can talk about it in front of me and then i would talk about the things that i've like oh but have you ever Mm -hmm. ever been to the african fest or ever been to blazing day in the park have you ever been to this album yeah real deal like and 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 it would be those those instances where i'm like all right so you connecting on my level i'm connecting on yours and you kept it moving and oh by the way i like sports the same way that Mm -hmm. you do so you know things 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 are progressing in in a in a in a much different way right now where it's like you don't have to like I felt for years that I had to be like for a long time, like I kept part of my voice as not quiet because I would blow up emotionally, but I kept it kind of, you know, all right, cool. And then when I started to get my, my real shots, I was like, yo, this, you've already said you like me, but understand what I'm really about. Right. Uh, and, that's, and that's why we need to bring more brothers into the fold and more sisters into the fold as well. Yep. Jason, man, really that's exactly you know, right in line with why we started the bigs. You know, being you know? in both of us being in atmospheres, um, you know, like WGNs and just mm-hmm. my, you know, a school like Mount Carmel, you know, where it could be a huge culture shock. Mm-hmm. You know, for us going in there, you know, and adjustments have to be made and things like that. And it's sink or swim. Yeah, it, you know, that pressure is real <laughs> immediately. I mean, so yeah, the, we wanted to create a space where you can come and feel like yourself off the back. You know. Oh, don't worry. About minute thirty-five, and be cursing in here. <laughs> you can curse the whole time. Oh, really? It's a uh, podcast. We out here. Yeah, all it's right. a podcast. Yeah, strike all that. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you about these. Look, I'm right. about to drop with the shotgun emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Okay, no, now we were. Yeah, now nah, it's too. Yeah, you're right. We're yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Act right. Yeah, yeah. already scared of jeans. Oh, right. We yeah. may actually yeah, start why, ducking in this. That's why I got my hat backwards now. No, no tilts, no nothing. Look, front of back. I keep it straight to the front, like 1992. We ain't got look. I don't know nobody. Nobody. Knows me, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's real out here. Uh, but no, Jason, man, I totally relate to everything you said about coming up and loving radio and getting the game from all different kind of angles and then mm-hmm. being introduced into a major world where all of that now you got to use everything that you got taught immediately. Yeah. You know I mean, so you know, going to you know, and then you think about the time that you were there. You know, what I mean, you were at the score at the time where sports radio didn't really have any, yeah, it any was limits. Like, it was like. <sighs> 
What you say? Any 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 real limits? Oh yeah, no no. It was Wild Wild West until yeah. um until uh, the Janet Jackson situation. Ah, uh, the nipple gate. Yeah yeah. There were there were <laughs> like there were there were drops we were playing that I, you know, people are because I was a sound man on the Boys and Bernstein show for a very long time and. Uh, there were drops that were being hit on that show that people always thought I was hitting because I was a sound man. <laughs> like we had a we had a drop and I would never hit it because I don't I don't call white people white trash. I don't call them crackers. And Bernstein used to hit on the digital. <laughs> the, the the it was a goldfish commercial and the song would end crackers and, oh. and he would he he's oh. like he got that cut up and put on the digital so anytime some weird white shit happened he would hit crackers and they think <laughs> it's Jason yeah, 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 that was you. I'm like hey man it's we actually got, one of y'all yeah guys. we got business to do out here like hold on fam like let's let's get a check or two before we out here you know they about to they about to throw me in the in the fruit all, all yeah, of a sudden you so, about to be it's a wrap yeah, yeah. so I'm like I'm like, hey man, let's let's chill. We used, we were playing all kinds of things. This is back when Homer Simpson, the the drop, the the gay drop, that yeah, we used to play all the time. Oh like, yeah, and, and everything happened yep. overnight. We were like, hey, we gotta uh, become a little bit more progressive than we've been. And then the Nipplegate thing. Yeah, I mean, for the what? younger listeners, there was a time on the radio, on like public radio, where like South Park had just came out, and you could hear like they would do drops of like South Park moments, mm-hmm. which is absurd to think about no, in no, this current yeah. climate, but yeah. like. That's a legitimate, like, you could turn on the radio and hear somebody saying some wild nonsense. Well, now they scrub everything. So if you're listening on podcasts, you can't hear any of the drops or any of the music because of all the lawsuits over the last True. two years. So True. a podcast listened to a terrestrial radio show. The reason why the 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 gap, I think, has been, um, has, has, has shrunk the way it has is because... When you do a podcast like this, all your production is already piped in. Whereas if I'm going back and listening to the podcast of a four-hour show, if there's anything funny that happened via the sound, which is the theater of what we do, like right. we're, we're just presenting sound to you, if there's anything funny or if there's any music that you wanted to hear or you you didn't catch in the moment, you're not going to get it. So you can't, you're kind of getting like a like a watered down version of the entire product. Right. Unless you just out there doing a skeleton show with nobody pressing any buttons, nobody doing anything extra. Right. That's why podcast and and the other reason is because just like cord cutting, people don't feel like they have to do things when the supplier wants them to do it. So if I can chill and then watch the Joe Budden podcast or listen to Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast or hang out with y'all for an hour and a half, two hours and do it anytime I want to and still get the full vibes right. or I can listen to the show that I right. like listening to but I gotta catch it live because I'm not gonna get the other sound with it. Like people, I don't think people examine that part of it enough and that's why you're gonna see a thousand people getting into the podcast. Yeah. We already got a whole bunch of people yeah, into for it sure. but you're gonna get a lot more people once they realize that yo, they're not doing the same things. They're not capable of doing the same things that, that podcasters can do now. From a content perspective, when we were launching the show, we said, okay, we know there's a lane. We know the lane exists. So now, how do we fill the lane before the the washed version of this or the sanitized version of this mm-hmm. comes out? Because you know it's, it's coming. coming. For sure. And so it's many, like- There's a bunch of lanes jumping in. Like, but my thing is this, we're six months ahead of everybody else, right? So it's like, okay, we got started, but you know for a fact, you're going to see it this time in January, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Hip hop talk. <laughs> it's gonna be there's gonna be like podcast groups too. Like you're gonna see oh, yeah. people who aren't moving the way they're supposed to starting to link up with people who are gonna dilute their their brand too. Oh yeah. Like that's why I'm telling you. That's why. And this isn't just I ain't shining your apple. I've talked to people about y'all because 
this like this there's an organic vibe to it and a different feel to it where it doesn't feel like it's pressed and it's just it's just um distorted enough like it's just it's just raw enough you know what i mean like the and it comes from like y'all never having to be anything else right besides yourself like people come into the game and they already polished like i never thought i fit in because i never thought i had a radio voice and i never thought i was saying the things mm-hmm. that everybody wanted to hear but the people who rock with me i was like all right i'm really just doing this for y'all and everybody else can you know eat one the one thing right. I've, I've learned in the years of doing media and also before we get to that point if you don't want your brand diluted you want your podcast to sound like the way you oh, want it to come over the mess <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's hey, my Suge Knight. Okay, just, anyway. Just, just retweet my pen. Just re- retweet my pen tweet, man. I'm telling you. Just, just change the bigs to mess and you got it. Man. That's it. That's what it is. But oh, that, man. Yeah. And, and, and hey, did you did you tweet that shortly after I got let go? Yes, brother. I, oh, and yeah. I've always Come to wondered, death row. I've yeah, always yeah. wondered, dog. And these two dudes were one of the, like, these were one of the first cats who reached out to me after everything happened at the station. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people reach out. And it's like, you know. But they're trying to get information. They're not checking on for you. For sure, for Especially sure. Especially in media. If that's you, you a punk for that. Because <laughs> it's terrible. No, bro, like, I've been laid off. 400 DMs yeah. that day. I, and maybe five of them were like, people who were actually yeah, looking family. like, yo, are you good? Yeah. Like, yeah. cats that I've talked to or seen around and been like, oh, man, you know. Yeah. Like, cats trying to keep my head up or whatever. For sure. But these two do. I was wondering. I've always, I've like, I've, I've run into to Gene a few times. I've never asked him about that. But yeah, I always wondered if that was like shortly after that happened. No, to be honest with you, Terrence, like I was saying before we even got all got going, I was familiar with your name and I knew about a little bit of what you did, but mm-hmm. on the grand scale of things, I was blind to mm-hmm. it basically. Mm-hmm. So Terrence basically put me on mm-hmm. and then we had a talk about your whole situation. And that's when it was. I was like, "Oh hell no, nah, man! <laughs> you feel me? This because dude is dope. Like, ain't no way in hell. No, nah, man, no way. No See, way. Because the crazy you, thing is, you know, I was listening to you on yeah. Boys and Bernstein yeah. with my pops. Yeah. On the way home from work yeah. and everything like that. Then I remember when you went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when you came, came back. back. You man. know what I mean? And I was like, oh shit, Jay, return. Jay Goff is back. <laughs> I can turn the score on again. Right. You feel me? But to see everything that unwinded, you yeah. know, basically after this cap situation in the NFL, I want to ask you back about that and mm-hmm. it'll lead to some other things. Uh, but man, I remember, you know, what I remember most about that time is that everybody was talking about it. Yeah. You know, media people. Oh, yeah. TV hosts. That's the trouble. Non-sports related people. You feel <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah. I can't think of anybody that caught the backlash that you did. Um, Because I came from a place of, um, like my, you know, the way I was raised was like, you know, you don't promise anything because you're going to have to give it to them. And I say a lot of things out loud just so I could check myself, uh-huh. you know? And during that time, there was a lot going on. Not only in my, you know, in, in, in our social atmospheres and our culture and you know watching this shit unfold the way it did but you know i had a lot going my my lady was pregnant with my son you know and you know some of the things that she has dealt with uh in terms of her family you know under under well falling under the same victim victimization you know that we that we speak on to this day like mm-hmm. she had a brother who had that situation happen to him wow and yeah it was yeah no no unarmed like so those things all came out those days, right? Like I've I got a I got an yep. uncle who's a police officer. No, you know my life. Like it's I've talked personal, about it before. Yeah. I've got an uncle who's a police officer, and I also got another uncle who's been shot. 
you know, and I've got I got my lady who <laughs> whose brother was 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 murdered, you know, by a police officer without a gun on him and running actually running from a fight, you know, and Man. he's not he wasn't famous, so you know you don't have a hashtag for his name, you yep. know what I'm saying, yep. and all those things came out one day where this is the one clip where you know I lost it on the air or whatever, but right. and on top of that I had a son on the way. You know what I mean? I was the only person at the station because there was nothing. Um, of all the, the the black men that have worked at that station, all of them had girls. Um, and you're bringing a, a young black boy into this world. Right. So, like, all those things started to hit me. You know, like, who can I talk to for advice about this? Mm-hmm. All those things. Like, my man Dan Jig has two beautiful daughters. Lauren Jig is doing her thing in GN. Man, Jerry Rouse, he had a son. I, I, we, don't keep up to, we don't keep up as much as we used to. And he's also got daughters as well. Um, Lawrence doesn't have any kids. Jay Hood doesn't have any kids. Um, so there's like six of us, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and coming into that situation, uh, I'll never forget going on the on-ramp uh, on Lake Street to drop her off at work. She's like five months pregnant at this point. And we, it was just when I believe Walter Scott had gotten shot. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about it and she started, she started crying because she was, and we've talked about it, we talked about it before, you know, like you know, months before that, like bringing a young black man into this world, what you got to get him ready for, unfortunately and fortunately, like some of the things he will have to endure and how do I get through it and all that other stuff. And it just came out. It just came out. And that was the day that it kind of showed me like the people want to hear from you, but you have to be in some kind of character. Right. right. So it's like, all right. So since I'm not talking sports, you rock with me all the other times. Right. You rock with me all the other times. It's a national news story. I'm telling you why he's doing this. I'm telling you why everybody's in an uproar about this. I am here as a representation of what's going on. Like, I told him about black people not being able to have bad days in a corporate setting. Right. You know, and no, everybody's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah. dude, you understand what it is to not have, not, not be able to have a bad day at work or not be able to talk about anything. That's or not be able out. to smile. Yeah. Or if you, really you, you had a smile. Yeah, like I, I talked about the, and this is the other thing too, like, you know, I'm not a great orator because mm. I get very emotional, mm-hmm. right? So like I got, I got words, but when it's time to come out, I can't, I can't do it anything but blunt. Right. And I, 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 the juxtaposition of the pray for Paris stuff and then you seeing brothers getting shot every single day like I can walk up to you and be like it's crazy out here isn't it and be talking about the Paris thing but Ooh. nobody stops you and talks to you about Man. what's going on Jay. With, with, with things that, that are happening you know to people who look like me so it's like I can ha- I can't have bad days and all these other things. And then all of a sudden you get labeled like, oh, he's he might be a little extreme. Yeah, and I'm like, he's angry. I'm not. Huh? Yeah, yeah, like I'm the, angry, I'm, the, I'm the same. I'm the same dude who got sad. Like my first show in Atlanta was during the um, the Sandy Hook shootings, mm-hmm. and that night I lost it because these are babies, right? Yeah, babies. And I lost it on the air, and then my my, my program director was like, go get him, go get him off the air. And my, my assistant program director is like, nah, like. Like let him, yeah. you know, let him be himself. Yeah. Like I'm very, like I think I'm introverted because yeah. I don't feel comfortable right. any other time than when, like we're doing this or when I'm talking to people. So in that moment, you're like you're telling me be comfortable, be who you are. Right. And it's like eh, to a point. There's an asterisk. Slow down. There's you know an what I mean? And then when that happened, we were going through uh, a buyout 
And, you know, I'm not the guy that runs the management ever. So I got a whole bunch of emails from management like, yo, you're doing a great job. Like CBS hit me up and like, we're proud to have you representing our company, this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, we're going through a buyout and I'm not aware of who's buying the company. And, you know, yep. things happen, things happen and you move on. But yeah, it was a, the, the cap situation is definitely like a defining moment in my life, not just my career, because it kind of, it kind of, all the things that I had feared were real kind of came to fruition right there. And on top of the fact that I was like, I just started cooking. Like, you right. know, for 16 <laughs> years, I've been, I've been, I've been banging for this. Yes, sir. Like, I done lapped people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes, dudes who were supposed to be the man ended up not being the man. No. I, I lapped them. And I finally got to where I needed to get to. Like, as a kid, anybody asked me, what do you want? I'm like, I want my own show one day. And I finally got there. And I get tripped up for something that, and my man, Brian Hanley, hey, he got let go too. Brian Hanley used to tell me, you know it's crazy, Jace? I'm like, what? He said, uh, it's crazy that you and I can say the same things, but you get in trouble for them. <laughs> and this was before, like, he just talking about text trouble, where people yeah. call up, tell them, text you, call you all kinds of names, mm-hmm. tell you what they're going to do. I used to have a dude threaten to kill me on my voicemail every single day. What? All the time. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always the suckers because you know where I work and what time I get off every day. Like, exactly. if you was going to do it, it was going to happen. Been. Right, exactly, right? Yes, dude, Could have yeah, been. It's going to happen. So you deal with that wow. kind of craziness and people don't know. And then you, you got your you got your white homies like Brian who's like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. this is... And then you're like, yo, if he understands this, then that means all of y'all yeah. understand this. Right. But now but nobody's, you know, willing to talk about it. And if we're going to talk about everything, if I can listen to your rock band... I can tell you great shit too, right. but on top of it, you know some shit going on in my world too. Like real talk, like you, it's okay to be fully, fully yeah, functional, I'm, I'm normal cats, man. I, I think the other thing that's always kind of a funny <laughs> thought in the elevate is that how irrational racism is, and so trying like people spend so much time and effort and mental stress trying to rationalize it, or like how can I get a button? It's like the system, the goalposts always move. There is no constant, and it gets funny because as people who are intelligent. Half of your time is spent on this little side game. It's like it's like the bonus levels in GTA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm trying to complete the mission. I got you, right? I gotta I go over here. Go I gotta right, go get right, a helicopter. Right, right, right. I gotta rob this bank. Right. You know what I'm saying? In GTA, not in real life. Um, but I mean, it's just crazy right, because I mean, get real enough. You know, because right. like I would love to spend 100 yes, percent of the time <laughs> focusing on just being great at what I do. But you also have to do the thing about, I looked a little stressed out. Yeah. So let me. And you let me know, yeah. It's polarizing because that's a real black issue. Like, huh? regardless of a profession, I'm pretty sure. You know the amount of anxiety that the, the, the black people walk around with in, in a corporate workplace that they can't talk about? Brother. Let's be on tight. I, had, just, I, I, I won't say who, but I had uh, a former coworker like actually come up to me in tears, right? And he was like, bro, like, I didn't know. And I'm like, I know you didn't know. Exactly. I'm like, it's okay, but now nobody's got an excuse, right? Yep. So like, if if I said it to you, you know what I mean? Like, if you was to tell me as my homie, I, man, I'm sick. You know, I got a I got a buddy who I just found out is is pretty sick, and I'm like, all right, now I'm checking on him every day. Yep. Right now I'm making sure that everything's cool with him. You know, if, if would you need, you know, I'm, I'm gonna come down and try to see you. That kind yep. of vibe, right? If I tell you something's happening with me. And you are like, ah, not my problem, fam. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah. You've now established that we're not rocking like that. But what you won't do is act like we are rocking like 100%. that in public. 100%. And then when something really does come up, like, oh, man, 
Jay did tell me about that. Yeah. Like, I, I, hey, man, I, you got to put people on things that they're not comfortable accepting so that their kids, like, all this for me is about my kid, man. Like, I want to make sure that my kid can walk around in a different world than I'm walking around because my daddy and my granddaddy did that for me. Right. They stole away. They came to this country for a better life, right? So, That's it. So what kind of dude would I be? Not trying to make sure Jace got a better life. That's I tell cool. these dudes all the time back on the back in the day, like we used to have really wild dudes call up and talk crazy. And I just be like, hey man, you know, in the end, my kid's probably gonna meet your kid and your kid's gonna love my kid. Huh? Your kid's That's gonna love crazy. my culture. Your huh? kid's gonna love the dances and the clothes and all that good shit. Yep. They're gonna probably wanna hang out with my kid. And you're gonna look like a fool sitting in a rocking chair, angry as shit, <laughs> while you watching black people play sports. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a lot of weirdness. And it's like, in the end, man, like there, there is no bigger, to me, there is no bigger way to play yourself nowadays, especially now when everything's out there. Everything the is out there. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody has taken off their masks and like, yo, this is who I am. And you're like, cool. I appreciate yeah, you. I'm like, thanks. Know. Okay. To be honest with you. Like, yeah. But on top of it, like I'm, you know, I'm still a human. So on top of these balls bouncing and, and, and going over walls and hockey pucks and all that good stuff, it's like, yeah, there's some bullshit going on out mm-hmm. here. I mean, I can I can still be both, right? Right. right. I can still be both. That's what I that's what I always try to get across. And it's crazy now because I've been accepted by a different audience mm-hmm. who has very like they understand who I am by things that I say, but they're like, oh yeah, we we're a national audience, so we really don't we really yeah. don't care. It about affect, okay. Yeah, it's exactly. not, not it's not directly exactly. affecting me. So I'm sitting there having real like racially conscious and 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 gender conscious and classism conscious conversations with a white woman every night on ESPN radio, right? Yep. And it's obviously, we do all sports, yeah, but it's sure. like if something comes up, we talk about it, it. yeah, uh-huh. and, and we keep it moving. And yeah. there's no, <gasps> there's no, I don't like you anymore. There's none of that, because yeah. they, you know, they keep it moving. Also, like, I think this is very funny because it's something that I think affects print media as well as broadcast, because I've worked over on the print side. There's this fear of who, like, they're worried, they don't trust white people. They're like, they're worried white people are going to go crazy and get mad and get frustrated. But I'm like, I know a lot of white people who not only are having these conversations, but are more than comfortable to have them. Yeah. And so why can't you trust this audience to be able to be adults a, yeah. Yeah, and listen and, and have a perspective if they it's disagree, insulting. whatever. But if they nine times out of 10, they're like, you know what? That was a great point. I've had brothers right? come up to me and be like, hey, man, you don't, you don't think you're messing up the money? And I'd be like, bro, you got to understand something. Uh, ever since I started being myself more uh the money has not been messed up period and and on top of it like do you really want to work for somebody that that's, don't that's what i'm don't. saying like, you can't know? be yourself with Come yeah on. like i i i my favorite white people in the world like yes. i got i got my favorite white people this is our new segment it's called my favorite white people my favorite white people in the world yeah. are the white are, are my white boys and my white my white chicks who like yo i'm I'm really just a white person, and I don't—I yeah. don't have Thank to you. listen to your music. I don't have to—I exactly. don't have to shake your hand in some seven-step shake. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just being yourself. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. I ain't got to so change can, the tone of my voice. Yeah, right. all that so shit. I can be myself too. So cool. Mm-hmm. We start from that foundation right. and we keep it moving. Like I think, and it's I, beautiful. And like <laughs> you have rewarding and fantastic, For and sure. like damn near lifelong like communications and friendships. And I think that's the piece that like there's this sense of like 
what are you scared of? You think I'm gonna be mad at you because you don't know the black scent or something like that? Yeah, right. You scared of? Oh, you didn't know the? He didn't. I didn't know the right handshake. (laughs) Oh God! Like, come on, dog. Are you serious? I I had a boss that literally stared at my hand one time. I'm like, I don't mind. What do you want me to do with that? Yeah, I don't mind. We don't shake hands over here. Right. We can discuss it. My man said. I mean, look. I'm same thing with me, man. Working in the law at the law firm at Baker McKenzie for 15 years. And my boss, you know, I would come into work. You know, I was pretty upbeat most of the time because mm-hmm. I had a lot going on. But it would be some days where real I'm life sure. happened the night before. And it's like, Gene, what's wrong? And I'm like, man, my homie got shot last night. And they're like, huh? I'm exactly. like, yeah, it's not just really one of two news. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, you know? yeah, like, this yeah. is real life stuff yeah. that we go through. But I still have to come up here, show up here the next day and act like nothing happened. But I can't suppress that for too, you know, for too long or I'm going to explode. That shit is real trauma, man. You know, and it's like, like you said, the people that want to address it and let's have a conversation about it. And then they like, oh, really? I didn't even know that was happening. Because like we said, of course you didn't. It doesn't directly affect you and it's not in your neighborhood. But just don't think that's the Channel 2 news. This is real life for for most of us. It's about empathy, bro. Like at the end of the day. I feel the same way about that kind of stuff as people like you have real issues that happen as human beings, right? If a coworker came to me and said something was wrong with the family, you know, mm-hmm. kid was sick, whatever, I'm gonna give them that empathy to be like, oh, sure. like I care about you as a person, sure. so I'm here for you in this moment. And I think sometimes there's this awkward feeling that like, and I always say to my white friends, I'm like, you don't have to do anything right now. <laughs> just I listen. just need you you're a friend, right? Listen, listen to me. I listened to you when you broke up with what's his name, <laughs> right? You know. Yep. And I think sometimes the venting. Because again, it's a release of those emotions in a way that's productive and not like I'm just gonna go punch a wall or something stupid. Period. Like, and so the venting sometimes is all you can do. So do it. Yeah, just shut up and listen. And that's why <laughs> that's why sports is the perfect conduit because yeah. it's like you there's there's something that intrinsically you don't even know why you like the things you like if you are not if you are a consumer of black culture through sports. You're like, you don't know why you like the songs you like. You don't know why yeah. you like the style of fashion that you like, but you just like it, right? So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you want, the, you want the rhythm, but you don't want the blues. So on top of all that, when a dude is like, yo, man, this is people like us getting murdered out here. The same ones you know making the stuff you like. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And because and, listen, all this, all this shit come from the streets, right? Like the fashion, the music, everything that's happening now on Period. the ground level is going to be popular two years from now, right. right? And by the time it gets to you, something has changed already. And that's just a part of growing. Like, I don't know, I don't know what the coldest songs are anymore, or mm-hmm. how to dress. I, yeah. I dress like trash nowadays. You know why? <laughs> because I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm okay. Cool. I'm cool with, I'm cool with growing out of certain things but on top of it like there are people who look from afar like yo I like this I like this I like this but "Ah, I don't really want to talk about that and those are the people that I have the most problem with because like after a while you you complicit in your silence yeah you know what I mean like if I'm getting if I'm getting from all angles and I'm looking at you like you don't see this Mm -hmm. you know and that's that's all it is like you just want you just want to be you know, people talk about equality. It's some, it's some mm. equity at stake too. Like you just you just want you just want some yeah. acknowledgement to understand. Hey, listen, shit is crazy. I know it's crazy, but we out here still producing. Like it takes it takes a lot to like the filtering process. The mm. filtration process is a lot more stringent for people like us because it's like yo. Got to have one of them on our team, but one of, at least one, <laughs> one of them. just one. Yeah, of them. but on top of it, you you sitting there like, all right, well, I got to do this, this, and this. Like, I I interned longer than anybody that I was interning with at the time. 
I spent, you know, I used to I used to holler at Mitch about this all the time. Mitch is my man, right? Program director at the score. But we used to butt heads. Like I'm like, yo, I gotta play this music if you guys are gonna let me do my thing. Right. Or if I'm gonna be the sound man for this show, they're cool with it. And then we had another guy who was like, nope, only classic rock. And I'm like, listen, let me tell you something right now. If we draw people in with the content and I and I open them up to music that they've never heard before, there are different hooks psychologically that you get in the people that Period. you're walking around, they hear some shit. They're like, oh, this takes me back to the show that I was Period. listening to. You will never go things. broke introducing people to new culture. No, uh-huh. no. Period. Like uh-huh. fabrics and textures is all this is about. And I tell my producers and anybody that I work with, like, I I want you to be as much you as possible so that if there's something that I'm falling short on, like some culture or some movie reference or some music or something that you really enjoy and if I'm really invested in you, like, say that shit. Yeah. Like, open, the, open <laughs> yes. the microphone up and let's talk about that shit. Don't right. ever feel like your cool ain't cool enough. Right. Because to also, me, the like, cool like doesn't the exist. people are cool. Yeah, it doesn't exist, too. The goalposts <laughs> on that move all the time anyway. Like, stuff that's cool isn't cool anymore and it's, it's washed or whatever. So I'm always like, like there's no test, right? So people are so nervous about like sticking the landing about like having a conversation that makes them feel like they're about it. But it's like, wh- like why? It what do you look, think is gonna happen? It took, it took it took damn near rock bottom for me to understand that. And I it would never. And I, you know, I've talked to like um, I talked to the guys over at uh, ESPN, and I'll never forget um, you know, Adam Delavitt, the program director over there. When I when everything happened, he was like, you know, you haven't stopped working, right? And I just it took him saying that like three weeks a month two months later or whatever it was to for me to be like yeah but you know right you know and i kept doing that yeah but you know it's not where i was and it's like no nah, he's like you got you got like immediately you got three jobs and people wanted to hire you and people wanted your content and i've never needed validation from anybody but i've always wanted to make sure that that what i was doing was hitting the mark right like it's not like oh am i am i doing good but i also wanted to make sure that the people that i was talking to kind of was you know could get it right like, it was easier on right. terrestrial radio where it's like all right this is where you could find me right and i got people now on twitter who are like yo uh what you been up to lately i'm like man <laughs> yeah like, i've been working my ass off for two years bro. i think i think the other thing that and this is i think a, a byproduct of social media is you find yourself in competition with people you aren't in competition Period. with and it's like I count, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. If your name isn't in the conversation, you get how you not gonna have me in this damn comment? Look, I'm the hot, and it's like why am I stressing out? But from on that note, I've always suffered from uh, imposter syndrome, bro. Like, oh yeah, I've never felt like like I belonged. So I was just like, all right, I'll just be me, and then you know I'll burn out at some point and yep. keep it moving or whatever. And you know, you you find that. You know, you relate to people on some level that you didn't even know you could yeah, or would sir. because yeah. they're like, oh, shit, I like I do that same wild shit, too. Yeah, or oh, I used to do that as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the other thing that I, it helped me a lot because I was the, literally the same thing. Like, I've self-sabotaged myself out of at least three major plays that could have changed my life. And the point that I had to come to was the realization that the process is the point. You feel me? So like the you gonna fantasy this is gonna be the one thing that's gonna change my entire life and you do that so many times to yourself you you're defeated because you discouraged because you didn't do it and what you need to do is reshape your vision of what it is so if it's a situation I want to execute stuff that gives me some cash gives me the ability to creatively express myself and allows me to spend time with my family right so that's, that's my win and so as long it look you you may not get it yeah but 
having that got different goals. shift instead of I got to make $10 million in a right, year. Right. It's like, what? And you set yourself up for failure. So I made the most money I ever made in my life last year, and it was the least fulfilling because right. all I did was not not just work, but it was like I wasn't feeling like I was in the place that I needed to be. Yep. Wow. And all, as soon as I let all that go, I was realizing like, yo, man. Like but it's crazy because there's people that look at you okay and go, damn, I want that. Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? But but you know, like that social media shit got a, a lot of people twisted where it's like Totally, bro. You know, I go on there and I I you know, I have a good time. I post my son and you know, him acting a fool and on Twitter people try to come at me and people are like, Stop responding. I'm like, Hey man, checking the checking the tramp ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? That's like breathing. I, I can do this. Yeah, exactly. Eyes, like bro. I'm doing this while yeah. while working right, right now. Right. Like, people are like, Why are you giving them so much? I'm time? playing two K like, while I'm flaming yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, but that's the thing, like it took me a while to realize, like, hey man, maybe you like every time I've moved, um, or been forced to move, like it's opened up something different for me. You know what I'm saying? Like with the Atlanta thing, when I went to Atlanta, it was because I'm like, there's a glass ceiling here, don't nobody see it. So I'm not, I'm not about to spend. I can't keep spending my can't. wheels without, right. without you know, finding out. Like, if I, I'd love to find out and be like, you know what, man, you're just not good enough. You got to keep it moving. Yeah, cool. And went to Atlanta, went there, and it was a tough, tough transition. And people treated me well, um, but the, just the, the dynamics of the station were, you know, were a little bit different for me, a little odd for me. Like there was things that that were asked to me that just, you know, if you had heard anything of me before that, you're like. You, I'm not gonna ask Jason. You gonna ask Jason that? Do the we shit and like you know the the whole like you know our Falcons and all that. Like I just moved here. How the fuck this team is gonna be my favorite team? Our Falcons. These are the conversations we had from day one with me and my program director. He was like, "We got to say this. We got to brand this. We got to brand." I'm like, "Why can't I just be the brand of? Hey, I just moved here. Yeah, and get me and tap me into the culture. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna hang out with y'all. We gonna kick it. I I know what everybody's on. And we about to go off Bankhead and see what happens. Yeah, we gonna talk about the things that that you know sports fans talk about. But instead, it's like, no, we got to brand the station like this, like this. So what I did was like, I can't do that because at some point I'm a bust. Like I'm gonna go on the air. I'm a ter. I have a terrible memory, so I'm an awful liar. So I'm gonna go on the air and start saying shit I can't remember, yep. and then be out here wild. And then y'all gonna get me out of here. Look. <laughs> so let me just try to win the way I know how to win. And after six weeks of fighting with the listeners, like, hey, I'm not about to do this. And he's like, oh, you some, you some, some, you know, you New Northern dudes always come down here uh, talking. Crazy. You Yankees always I, trying to mess things. And up. I, I got past that, right? <laughs> yeah. And like six weeks in, they became my family. And it was like, oh, we, we rock with you because you're not doing that other shit. And it was cool, right? And then shit happened, you know, with, with that station where um, you know, I had a program director who I wasn't playing by his rules. He kind of pulled the move on me, you know, and that was that. I came back home. And even then, like, I had the serious job. So I was working for NBA Radio. I was working for Bleacher Report. Yep. And the whole time I thought I lost, right? But I still had those two jobs because I was like, Reps, like I want to get my reps up. Right. Came back home, and everybody's like, "Oh, you back home? Yeah. You know what you got to do? You yeah. know what you got to be." I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cool where I'm at. This, that, and the other." Because I didn't want. First of all, I'm not a sucker. Like I've been offered jobs of people who are holding positions with contracts, and I wouldn't take them because I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. Step on somebody else's feet. Oof. Now, yeah, everybody man. doesn't move like that. Not, not <laughs> cle- clearly. Not. Yeah. Now, hold on, real quick. Somebody likes move. Somebody hold on. Do. <laughs> <laughs> For the folks who don't know what that is, can you drop that game real quick? What? Oh, uh, just what, what that what that means? Uh, you know, because I've never felt like 
I had to take somebody's position. I've always been. But what, what is I've a holding been, contract in that sense? Um, you know, people. <laughs> so deals nowadays. Don't let anybody lie to you. Deals nowadays because they will lie to you. Yeah, yeah, deals deals nowadays. I don't care if you sign a two or three year deal. There is there is a essentially. Everybody in this business is signing like 90 day, 120 day deals where if they want to fire you at any point in time, this is how much money they it's have. It's a 10 day pay. contract. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. you, you're looking at it. It's all, it's NFL money. You're looking at it like, yo, like you see the escalators, you see the bonuses. And even with the, the midday show, we, you know, we hit our bonuses. Like nobody, that's why when the hatchet job came down yeah. with the three dudes, it was writing pieces. I'm like, you motherfuckers didn't even holler at me when I got the job. Right. All of a sudden, you got the intel. Mm. Like, you're getting fed these real whack-ass numbers. You're getting fed 12-plus numbers. That's never been our demographic. Like, shit was a little shaky, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go off, but then again, I was going to be thought of as the, uh-huh. the angry brother. Let me tell you, brother. I went off first. <laughs> I saw some of them pieces. Come on, man. And I think all of them got me blocked right now. <laughs> Feeder. It got it got on, it got really weird, on, bro. bro. It got really and the, the the best part about it is the same dudes was coming to me, you know, DMing me like, so mm-hmm. what what should we know? I'm like, you should have you should have you should have been a journalist. Mm-hmm. Should have just hit me up, mm-hmm. come to the source, you yeah. know. And I stopped. I hadn't done anything until I hung out with John Greenberg that night. Oh, that day at uh, at uh, what's the place over there? Um, the nautical themed restaurant over there on uh, State Street, whatever the place is. Uh, we sat down and hung out for two hours or so, and he was like, you know, I didn't know all this. I'm like, you're damn right you didn't know all this. Did. Right. So I'm sitting there like, all right, I'm not going to do to somebody what was done to me ever. Right. Right? Because I couldn't I couldn't sleep. You live, My right. sleep. You got to be the bigger person. Yeah, because oh, yeah, you talk all that shit, and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, so when can I have his job? Like, that's whack. That's what, like, and you see the plays happening. I was just too, I mm-hmm. was lasered in. Like, my child was born super early, so I had all that going on yep. throughout the pregnancy. We was always in the hospital. Like, I would leave the hospital and go do shows, then come back to the hospital because it was right down the street. Like, we did a whole bunch of hospital stays throughout that whole time, and my kid was born, like, seven weeks early. So my, Jace, the Jace y'all see now, yeah. it's not the Jace that came out. Right. Right? Jace, 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 Jace is a fighter, right? He almost took his mama out. Like, there's a lot that was going on. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not worried about that. Right. I don't have to check in. Yeah. I've never been the guy that's always behind the boss, like, hey, am I doing a good job? Like, if I don't talk to you, that means everything's cool. No news is good news. And we didn't talk for six months, and, and then all of a sudden, and all of this hey, is going on at, at the same time while your career is getting in the hands of somebody that, you know what I mean, we, we all saw what happened, but to hear it <laughs> behind the scenes personally, this all this was going on in your personal life. Yeah. No wonder, you know what I mean? I, I should have exploded a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, just broken. And I think I did. Like, after after I got let go, it was it was, it was was some dark times, man. I was, I was very, like, because I thought I let everybody down. You know what I mean? Not just family members, but guys like these guys and guys who would always, you know, held me down and, Guys, you know, you see people, I see people in the street now and every, like the greetings I get from the brothers that used to listen to the shows is like, like it, it meant something. And I'd be like, hey man, we, we yeah. all right? Like everything's, everything's cool. <laughs> I'm good. They, yeah, you know, I'm, they don't check, I'm still alive, they, bro. They check in on Twitter and they see yeah. me, you know, like I've, you know, it, it took, it took me a while, but you know, the, the whole game, like being this, this media stuff has been eye opening because I've been in it since I was 19. So I've seen a lot of foul shit, but I've also seen some great stuff. Right. So I always try to keep that in my head. Like, you know, I I I couldn't have 
traveled the places that I traveled or met the people that I met or interacted with people because, you know, the good with the bad, all that good stuff. But it was, you know, there was it was some times there where it was like, man, I, I said it in the piece with John, like, you know, you, you love something and then the moment it don't love you back, you mm-hmm. kind of got to figure out yeah. where you at with it. You know? Say you ain't about to be nobody's fucking martyr. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, man, and it's true. Like, everybody wants you to be, like, you know, is out here Sacrifice. turning into Malcolm X after, yeah. I got, after I got fired, man. Like, motherfuckers is out here. Motherfuckers nah, out nah. here. T-Town was in the streets. Look, look, like, look. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. hey, y'all, don't worry about it. I'm ready to rotate. Look, who we got to, where we got to knock on? Let me tell you, the bigs is out here ready. Like, ride, yeah, and I appreciate it, but at the same, like brothers still walk up to me like, "Yo, I don't listen." I'm like, "Hey, man, listen it's to cool. what you want to listen to." Right? It's, that it's, it's a rap cool. on them because I still got family over yeah. there. Like, yeah. I still got still my got guys. Boy over there. Yeah, you know Tannehill I mean? is with For the, sure. It was with that, always down with the squad. So, yeah, this, the sports radio thing is is definitely been a a fun ride, man. And I still love sports. That's the thing. Like, it didn't break me right. in terms of like you know some people get a real bad moment or something. They're like, "Yo." I'm not messing with that at all. Like I've seen people leave the business that didn't go through what I went through and like just leave it, not mess with it at all. Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, this is what I was born in. We even in the you know, the five years we that's one of the things we see, you know, every year that passes, you like, hey, so and so ain't back. You know, you know? what it is? Yeah, because but, it, it 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 burns you, man. And you gotta you gotta re- like it's like um The process is the point. Yeah. Period. I like that. I'm telling yeah. you. And yeah. that's process, that's what man. gets me through it, man. It's like, all right, cool, I could sit here and stress out about the, the whatever setback that might come through or the frustration of just doing something and maybe not getting recognized or whatever. Or I can be like, I'm just going to put the coldest stuff out every time. And keep it moving. Period. Yeah. You know, you I mean, you learn from the, like, the people who are straight successful and haven't had any bumps, I promise you, you don't learn more from them than the people that, you know, have been okay. through some bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, those are the people I so You ain't never to. wanted to read a, a biography of somebody who had just a chill life. Man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, because I was just having that <laughs> conversation. To. Right, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to have it. Look. <laughs> Tell me. But, Jay, real quick, man, yeah, man. What was it that brought you out of that space? Because I think that this industry will have a way, you know, of, of sending most of the people that join it into that dark area yeah. at one point. So what brought you out of it? Man, what brought me out of it? You know, man, I don't even know if I'm fully out of it, to right. be honest with you. Right. That's real. Because there's always gonna be a scar, right? Like like if your homie die or if you if you if you your, yeah. one of your good friends pass away, mm-hmm. like you always anytime you think of them, you're gonna think of like, yo, like remember the good times, but then you're gonna think of that moment why where, where no good times would happen after that. Like I I those my dudes, man. That's the, I grew up on that station. Like I was 12, 11 years old when that station started. I was the first I, me and my man Sam Fells, who uh, writes for Second City Hockey, uh, we were the only kids allowed to be on the air on that station when we called up, right? So oh, yeah. it was me and Sam, right? And um, like Chase was like a god to me, you know. McNeil, Boars, those dudes, like those, I consider those cats my friends as a child, right? I yeah. would race home mm-hmm. after like half a days, all that shit, mm-hmm. race home because I catch the. The Monsters with, right. with Jigs and, and North, and I catch the morning show every morning. I grew up in a talk radio house, so right. when I finally found something that I'm like, oh, I could do this. You know, I'm going to do this. Right. And then for it to come, you know, you fast forward 25, 26 years later, and you're like, yo, mm-hmm. that's like not a part of my life anymore. And I run into these guys in the street. We text. We you know we see each other, whatever. Uh, I, I it's it's all like I'm never I'm I'm. 
I've, I've endured, but I, I don't think I'm ever going to really be over what happened because it felt like, you know, a promise unfulfilled. Mm. Like I had finally, I finally reached the spot where it was like, all right, now you're just supposed right. to lay out and have your 20-year career, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think it's a part three in store <laughs> somewhere down the line? So, some management changes. We know how the industry does. Revolving you do door. know how the industry yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Nah. I'm going to have a good birthday, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> my birthday is around the corner. I'm a, I try to make sure I celebrate, you know, with my people, man. You know, I try to, like, I people always, like, I had a brother the other day. He's like, man, you always tell me, hey, you appreciate me. What's up? I'm like, I appreciate you. Because, <laughs> dog, I, I don't know any other way to give it up. And Period. I, my appreciation for, for that station. Um, well, like, the other thing that I love is it's also funny when you show love to people and they're not used to receiving love. Yeah, man. They go, Y'all bring them in. Like, they, think something, they think you want to something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, nah, bro, I'm just showing hey, love. We was just talking about that today <laughs> in the elevator. Like, I got a dude who lives across the way from me mm. who never says hello, right? Yeah. And I say hello to this motherfucker every time I see him. <laughs> right. And he don't say shit. My kid is the cutest kid in the fucking world. Yeah. Yes. Just, my, my kid be saying hello. This motherfucker says nothing. Ice cold. A couple... Like last week, I get on the elevator. I'm like, all right, fuck it then. We nice. done, we done exchanged nothing for for months now. Right, man. right, right. Like, What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm like, oh, you killing me. He got it. He got me. I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on in, man. You like, you, you all right? It's you, funny. You, you fresh out? What's going Look, on? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you said going through some things. Yeah, and that's all it is, man. So, like, long story less long. I don't know. I don't know, T. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Like. I've had conversations with very close people in my life about that very subject, and they know, they know if 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 it came calling again. I that's I mean unfinished business, unfinished business. Yeah, yep. I see it. Man. Can't leave it on the table. Yeah, man. I mean, I am I so was, happy we didn't talk about the Bears today. No, we could get into it though, because <laughs> people was talking shit about that too. Yeah, I was telling so people, happy. hey man, let's not let's not jump the gun just because somebody's supposed to be good. Don't yeah. mean they good. Uh, I'm so you know happy. What I'm saying? Man, but meanwhile, the whole, the whole we had a meanwhile, Mahomes and Deshaun yeah, out thank there you, uh, thank you. acting an ass. Thank so we, well, we won't even speak on the real reason that uh, the team that resembles 1955 when I go around them passed on Watson. Hey, okay, hey, I saw that kid. He came into the game when I was in Atlanta. Uh, he won all those awards, right, as a high school senior, and he came in to do an interview. And I, when I tell you now, like I've. You know, we've been around Jordan and we've been around we've been around some some icons in sports. When this kid walked in and with the 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 presence that this dude had, and I didn't know him from Adam. Like right. I had just been dropped in the middle of Georgia. I'm like, oh, so this is a state high school play of the year. You guys got a bunch of these motherfuckers running around. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Georgia. It's football is a religion. And the dude, the digital dude was taking pictures of him. And he's like, you know, he looked at me, and I was just sitting there off to the side, and Deshaun was like, hey, you, you, you want to take a picture? Like, because everybody's like lining up, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, nah, we just going to do the interview, man. We cool, you know? And, and he was like, all right, cool. And the dude was like, you don't want to take a picture with him? And I'm like, nah, he's 17. Like, I'm a, That's weird. I feel it's weird, weird to interviewing the kid, right? right? Yes. And he was like, that kid is going to win Heisman's. He's, the, kid, the dude was a Clemson fan. He's like, he's going to win my, oh, my team God. a national championship, and I'll be damned. After this interview, I was like, hey, man, good luck to you. We shook it up, dapped it up, and I watched this kid play. The next year, I'm like, yo, like this is. You should have got the picture. <laughs> right, right, right. right. I've, only taken, I've only taken pictures with like 
four athletes in my life. Do you, where do y'all stand on that? Do y'all stand? Do y'all? No, I hate that. Yeah. I, t- I took a picture with Lee Smith just because he. That was amazing. Oh, by the way, Hall of Famer. Ferguson yeah. Hall of Jenkins, Famer. Frank Thomas, Jordan, and I think one more. So it's like it's a tier. I feel yeah, like it's yeah. a tear. Like if it's like like if I meet like Bo Jackson, legit, I'm taking a picture with Bo Jackson. Period. If I was a fan of you, yeah. Like if I was a fan, like yeah. I worked with Dominique for two years. Lord, my, my uncle Dominique. Nah, right. <laughs> right. right. Um, hey, my, um, hey, on some real shit. Uncle Dominique Don. still got them hands. Oh, I know. So Trust me. Dominique and I worked together for two years because he would come into the station every once in a while. I did the pre and post game show for the radio side for the right. Atlanta Hawks. Right. So I'd run into him because I had to get to the stadium early or whatever. So we'd be walking around talking and when the whole Danny Ferry, Lou Dang shit happened, oh, yeah. you know, me and Dominique started because Dominique had no love in his heart for Danny and the boys. Right. Because they, you know, they kind of, they kind of boxed him out. The, it's right? the same situation okay. with a lot of these people where it's like he's the reason that people care about this team and then ice him out. They did that with Pip until they brought him back. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, because, yeah. you know, it's it, you, you got to prove yourself apparently on another level yeah, on that another others le- don't. Period. Right? Like there's a bunch of dudes who are running around NBA front offices who you're like, yo, mm-hmm. like – you know this cat don't know shit about basketball, mm-hmm. right? And you, but you sit back in the cut, yeah. you allow it to, to take place. Like, right. you know, I the NBA radio show we did, dudes would call, like general managers would hit the hotline up and be like, yo, like what is my man on? And I'd, I'd have straight conversations with him, 15 minutes. You know, we run a, a, a taped interview and I convinced, I've convinced a couple of, uh, one Western Conference GM in particular, like he's like, well, you don't know what we're dealing with. I'm like, well, I got people in that locker room, so Thank I'm gonna you. tell you what you're dealing with. Thank you. And he'd get off the phone laughing. He got off the phone laughing. I'm like, all right, so as long as you don't, you know, credentials is official, bro. Like exactly. I'm not just some dude running around talking shit. Mm-hmm. Like once, like unfortunately we got a, like get that respect badge every time we enter a room instead of just being given. Like I, maybe I belong yeah. in this room. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Like it's. I know y'all go through that. Hell, I know yeah. y'all. I know y'all go through that for real. Y'all uh, documented. Did you see? Did you see? I'm like last yeah. year, bro. Mm-hmm. But we gonna change that. We gonna change that slowly but surely, my yes, brother. That's yes, it, man. So back to the Bears, though. Look right? who. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to, back to when we were talking about most important Bears. Uh oh. Now I I was going back to when we were talking about. Top quarterbacks in the league. The, the conversation mm. we had about Cam and where Mitch goes. Oh God! I, <laughs> my point was this is in the twenties, friend. Yeah, uh, thank, we did the tiers, you. right? We were like, all right, tier one is <laughs> this. Thank you. I'm like, what has I Mitch could, done? Yeah, in his career to warrant any kind of positive. Like, like people shit on Kirk Cousins, and then you look at his numbers and you look how he's performed over the last couple of years. That man was at thirty touchdowns and eight interceptions. We can't mm. wait to make jokes about him. Mm. It's because he's a wiener, dog. If, that's fine. Look at <laughs> hey, which which cool quarterbacks you see out here. I think Mahomes is cool. Yeah. Right. Like I think he, he had yeah. money as a kid. Yeah, exactly. He bought his bag. You know, so. he got the life that was athletic. He got the <laughs> he athletic gene. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. You got it. Yo, your I think pops L- is a reliever. You gotta be able to throw the ball. I think Lamar Jackson is cool. Now Lamar's cool, but right. yeah, this is new breed, right? That's a, but that's a new generation. Yeah, like, this I'm is a shift. And this is we were talking about this in a couple of previous episodes, but like the shift that happened in the NBA three or four seasons ago, where you mm-hmm. saw like the guard kind of change, is happening in the NFL. Last season, I think, was the start of it, and this season is like, oh, it's shifting. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're, we're closing the door on that 2000s Brady era. I mean, but then, still, yeah. like they, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is about to be a motherfucker. Oh yeah, like, he is Trust about me. to be. I went to like, Florida State. I, yeah, Trevor I Lawrence is about to be that dude, <laughs> I know. right? Tua Tagovailoa yeah. is a decent player. I, I think he's going to be all right. I don't think he's going to be as good as Trevor. Like as soon as one of them leave, like mm-hmm. clockwork, man. Yeah. Well, another one is ready to rock. Yeah. Right. Like you look at you look at Pat. You look at Deshaun. 
Like these dudes, I mean, Andrew Luck, it, you know, I, I got no problem with what he did. Neither do man, I. Like people don't understand what football players really go no, through. They don't. They really, like, would you rather have him be some opioided out zombie or would you rather have him? They don't care. They don't care. Years, <laughs> and that's the but problem. That's the, that's the question they face with is real on, question. On, on Tuesday, you show up to the uh, facility. If you don't need pills, go ahead. Real if you shit. need pills, Hop come in this line. line. Yeah, then you yeah. get a, ba- a brown bag of pills with no label on it and you, by the end of Next three well, this years. Is, this is why I was pissed about the, and I didn't even get a chance to watch all of it because mm-hmm. I was this angry. The Derrick Rose documentary, because for years in this city, like people, people took me to task. Oh, you know, you too cool, Reggie. All this thing. I wasn't cool. I was just a dude that was around, asked the right questions, and understood how to talk to people. You know, I didn't look down on these brothers because of where they came from, and all of a sudden uh-huh. feel like they lucked into their money. And you so, from the element. And th- this is the other thing too. I knew what that kid was willing to sacrifice while everybody was talking crazy. Like that dude was running around with ulcers in his stomach because of the amount of painkillers he was taking wow, as bro. a kid. First three years. First three years, that man, I'll never forget that Minnesota game where he hurt his, uh, he hurt his toe. That toe. That yeah, toe yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That man was had a bad wrist, a bad shoulder, both knees already bad. Like mm-hmm. that man been wrapped like a mummy since he was at Beasley. Right. Like, like I'll never forget seeing uh, Tim Grover came on the show one day, mm-hmm. and he and I, he said, "You knew when I knew there was gonna be an issue," and I was like, "Oh, we've been talking about this for years. He been he been wrapped tight for a long time, even before his muscles had a chance to really grow. Right? Because kids fall into the fashion trends, won't wear sleeves and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah. I tell kids all the time, you don't wear no ankle long. brace yeah, until you got to. Yeah. Right? But they put this shit on." and they armor up and then all of a sudden there's no elasticity in their ankles and things don't grow the way they're supposed to this dude on a bad diet you know because he live in food desert all that shit is going on i'm like you understand and when i asked him like i asked him the mvp question he's like why not do all that shit like you understand i you know watching that from the dirt and then to see it come to fruition you could think this is a this is a like a sob story all you want. Like it's sad because what he loved got taken away yeah. from him. And I can empathize with that. But on top of it, man, this dude didn't really thought he he didn't think he made it until he won the MVP. There you go. That's crazy. It's a freshman this, of the yes. year, the number Thank one you. pick, all star, rookie you. of the year. You don't think you made it to you made the MVP? You know how I many bombs is running around the uh, running the NBA? Great point. <laughs> and then dudes is like, oh, because they couldn't wait. They couldn't. They loved Definitely him when he wasn't wait. recruiting. They loved him when he was stoic and quiet on the All Star. Not dead. Look at our guy. We love Derrick Rose. Dead. He's not like y'all. The minute that man wasn't available and that's why I told him too I told him after a press conference once I was like don't ever say you'll never not be a bull it's too much it's too much hard like hard feelings at stake like stop saying that you know he believed it Mm. this dude used to fight for Keith Bogans and dudes who were starting around him because he's he's from the club that's what that sent him and then He's on all this stuff while he's getting hurt, while he's kicked. First of all, he he came in all wrong, not playing fourth quarters because yep. the coach you know, didn't know what to do Any, with him. Right. Then all of a sudden he get thrown to the wolves, and and then he get a hard-ass coach, which mm-hmm. I and the reason why him and Tom always rock because Tom is a robot just like he is. Right. Right? Like Tom did it so much that he he you know he allowed Jimmy to be around him twice and do the same thing twice to him. Yep. Like these certain dudes – Certain dudes find they way into each other's lives, and for whatever reason, Derek was 
everybody's favorite until he wasn't available to go. And then all of a sudden, he didn't realize how hard it would turn, like how much of a business it was. That's why when people talk crazy, that documentary, dog, that documentary, the first 10 minutes of it pissed me off. So I'm like, first of all, I'm like, wait a minute, you got You got these guys on there, period. Thank you. What is the first we, first we, thing me and T We were saying that with the trailers. You know I mean, what we saw, who was we like. So you were not, you were not the premiere? No, I wouldn't go into that. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, first of all, I was working and on top of it. I'm like, I know who's on here talking oh, about him. Brother. Thank you, bro. And bro. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, man. I remember what you, you said, Lambasting this <laughs> thank man. You. Yeah. Thank killing you. this man. Right. And all thank of a sudden, you. because you know it's going to be some time to shine, right. stop it. Like, that that's, was funny. That's, that's not yeah. that, like that's I, I don't know man I uh, guess you know I'm raised I'm raised like in a different manner like you know if you don't rock with a man you don't rock with a man Just. what was it like being <laughs> in that studio during that time where where the Derek two, was oh, yeah the, the two, two the two sides yeah the two Chicago you know, when it, it was on display every single because day because we were going super hard yeah, like, yeah. I I go back I go, <laughs> I go back over my uncle's crib or by my grandmother's crib and they all out there everybody number one jersey <laughs> bro I promise you it was it was like a gang war they, between, we were sending between like there are a few out. things that have divided black and white sports fans more than Derrick Rose over the last bro. decade there was a, there was a point it is a real story there was a point <laughs> I had to get a Derrick Rose jersey sent to me from another state Nah. Because you couldn't find one in the city, yeah. and so then yeah. it switched up, and people talking about burning them and all that stuff. I, I always tell this story about how, like, a person who I will not name, who works in media, legit said to me with full seriousness, "I feel like he owes me a championship." Oh yeah, no. I feel like, I feel like I'm, hey. I, yeah, I feel like he was supposed to get hey, me a championship. I'm like, who? There are a lot. There are a lot, of, me. There are a lot of people out there who, and they think. See, this is the problem too. Like, that, those are the things I don't forget. Like I'll forget a name, I'll forget a face mm-hmm. every once in a while. You know, I, I try not to forget important things. There are certain moments where I'm like, you weren't you weren't mm-hmm. talking like you're talking right now. And I keep it, I keep it to myself because it's like you and I know what's really going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. turn these mics out real quick. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously. Like, drop out. Yeah, like you know, like you see dudes like yeah, you know. Come on. Yeah, buddy. you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Come hey, on, back, buddy. But it's cool. Yeah, man. But the, the Derrick Rose era was a very weird era. And, um, like, I was getting killed because I'm like, yeah, the Heat are better and they're going to beat them. It's like, what? We won the first game. You <laughs> yeah. don't know basketball. Yeah. And then they swept their ass front. out of their four yeah. straight games. If, if like, you said that to me in 2010, I know. I would have went to war, bro. I know. Yeah. I know. And that's the thing. Like, I've never, like, unfortunately, I, I don't, you know, like, you can't pander to the audience. Sometimes you gotta give them that yeah, medicine. You gotta give man. it to them, yeah, man. Yeah, like, cause then you gonna hate me if I'm like, ah, I didn't think that the whole time. I was just, yeah, you, know, you look you like a know, sucker. Not I know what to believe. Just throwing you a line real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you're not gonna know what to believe. But yeah, the Derrick Rose time was, uh, that was, that was, whew, still, yeah, still. Hey. He gets name got brought up this offseason. It's like, no, don't you ever bring it back. I I'm just, like, look, so I just, he's better than Ryan Archie Diacono. Oh my god, Tom, Tom, don't get rid of dog. Period. You know what it is. Period. <laughs> he only, Tom is a Tom is a different kind of cat. There's a reason yeah. why so many people have had him on their bench yep. because he yep. like he's the truth teller. Like you drop certain dudes in a room without even saying anything, you find out what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, good or bad. Like Rondo was one of those dudes. Like you find out real like the whole Rondo is aloof and he's yeah. not a good teammate. You know why? Because you drop him in the room and you find out you the sucker. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank <laughs> you. Hey, quick D roll story. We did the Benny the Butcher show this last, the second time at Bourbon on the Vision. Okay. And there was a couple guys opening up. 
Buffalo guys killed the stage. This guy was killing the stage. Had yes, the vibe, had the whole crowd just going for him. Yeah. Boy, he said something like, yeah, I fell off. Man, he fell off like D. Rose after the knee injury. Oh, that was you know it. No, that was it. <laughs> that was it. They got him out of there. Got, got that got man out That's the, the paint. Hey, for, for the folks listening room, nationally, man. for the folks listening nationally, <laughs> let me give you a public service announcement. That's still a sore spot for a lot of people in the city. What, Derek? Yeah. Will always be. And so I would I would tread lightly. Will always be. Look, the Michael people know Jordan, we not going. Not Michael going. Jordan, <laughs> Walter Payton. <laughs> we'll those, yeah, it's those three. We'll I'm a, it's on, look, I got in college, this is how you know you've grown as a person. In college, there was a fight over the 96-97 Bulls. Because I, I went to school in Florida. Some cats just, you know what I'm saying, yapping. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, that's the best basketball team of all time. He's like, no, no, no. Come on, like, let's go. And we just fought. We fought. And that's the darkest and you know, saddest. Like that that's 90, the, you know, like that 92 team better? Uh, yeah, I do. I got the, I got the Bulls hey, Lakers. I got the Bulls Portland, Lakers in the fridge. Yeah. Hey, that team that beat Portland. Mm. Like, I, like the, the, they had already, they had went stadiums. They was yeah. rocking state. Like, yeah. this is a garage band, and all of a sudden you see them in the ring. Yeah, they blew up. Hey, 96, 97, 98, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's the world like, tour. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 92, though? That's when they were underground. 92, yeah. That, yeah, was, that was the mixtape. It's like, all right, you beat Magic, that was, you sick. That all was 50 right, cool, Cent is the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Scotty, Scotty, Scotty body bumping this man up and down. Scotty, Scotty did some amazing things. You go back and watch that tape, bro. Like, Scotty Pippen was the MVP of that series. Amazing. In that, in that first one against Magic, and then that 92 team. You could, there was nothing that you could do with that 92 team. Like, yeah. every facet of the game, locked down. That's when they was feeling themselves, too. And that's off that Olympic run. Oh, like my Mike, God. Mike had just came back from the Olympics. Like, Clyde, oh. is, Clyde is my competition. Oh, it's a wrap. Just clearly. <laughs> it's a wrap. Let's show this. He's under clearly. me, hey, literally, passed, by one. passed on me for Sam. Like, that was still mm. fresh in his crawl. Like, mm. they had already had Clyde, so they didn't draft Michael Jordan. Right, so he kept, oh, what? Yeah, he's like, let me get let me. Yeah, you had mm-hmm. fat Kevin Duckworth, Jerome Curry. Like, yes. Portland had a squad. But, yes, hey, and did. that's what I try to tell Cliff people. Cliff Robinson. They yeah. had, the Lakers had five players that averaged double figures. Portland had six. Yes. The Suns had seven. Dude, that's the, the Is the 92 playoffs the one that's like the best? This, the entire playoff series was the best one ever. That's the year. What year was that where it was like Drazen Petrovic like dies like three days after he plays? Uh, it was at 92 or 94. The first year. Because that was that Chris Morris. Um, I, I got to look it up. Petrovich. You know what I'm saying? But then Brad Petrovic dies like a week or so later. Yeah, and then no, it like, might have been 92. Was that 92? It, it was no, a, no, it wasn't Petrovic a little bit uh, after I that? It, it was 94. It might have been 94. But that entire playoff series, Eastern and Western, yeah. every single round was amazing. Dude, Market Square Arena, Madison Square Garden. No, it, was, it had to be 92 Ooh. because 94 was uh, Ewing. Was and, yeah, that was the Knicks and the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was exactly. 92. Yeah. The, yeah. Dog, so man. we go on 96 by default because of the 72 exactly. and 10. Exactly. Right, that's, that's, the, that's the, you know, that's I, the right If the 72 Dolphins get to still claim that. <laughs> nah, man. You hear me? You, know well, you got to contend with the Warriors then if that's uh, the case, right? Uh, uh, they did they win it? Though. Did they win it? This is true. Without Period. the ring. Without the ring. Don't mean a thing. Y'all ain't going to give them that? Nah, I sure won't. <laughs> I sure won't. The greatest choke job in sports history. It sounds like a them problem. So do you give LeBron the credit for what? A 70, a 70 win team. Hell, oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, you're supposed to give LeBron the credit. Hell, yeah, Listen, I'm going to stand on it. This is just me, my opinion. I believe that the best player of all is a generational thing, right? So it's every generation there is the goal. Uh, you about to get into a fight with Gene. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> See, Gene, eyes open. Right, 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 right. Where you going with this? It's generational. But here's my thing it's Mike. It's Mike. The line starts behind Mike, period. And I don't think that that's a controversial thing to say because I even believe like you gonna take it, it back to Kareem. 
I mean, but the, I wasn't alive for Kareem. You see what I'm saying? It's, we it's pers- alive for a lot of things. We <laughs> yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, that's how, how we always say. That's what we say. That's when why I, it's hard to compare generations. But, but I meant. But I start at. That's what I say. I start my generation with Kareem because I just go with the '80s and Magic. I mean, Kareem if was alive, a big yeah. part of the '80s. So that's why I start like Bill Russell, Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, yeah, all those guys. Elgin. That. I just got it. I just read Bill Russell's second book. It's called Second Wind. He wrote. He co-wrote it with Taylor Branch. Now Bill is. He wrote. He write. It's like mid sixties when they just started yeah. rolling, okay. and it's like dealing in Boston. Went a lot. And I was like, you can't own some off the court. Yeah, with nobody. Last, it's it's these Bill. Last, these oh, yeah. last ten years, uh, people just now finding out that Bill, that Bill has a, a great laugh. Yeah, and it's. I'm, it sounds crazy, but I know dudes who are covering the Bulls in the seventies and the sixties. And when they first on the franchise mm-hmm. was first born mm-hmm. and hated Bill Russell and they didn't know why, but they just hated him. And it's because Bill Russell, every white person he encountered hated him like legit. Like he couldn't stay on this in the same hotel as certain players. Um, there are certain bus companies that they couldn't even rent because they did. They did, wouldn't allow black people on the bus with them. Um, it's all in the book. Yeah. Hey, hey man, Casey Jones, Sam Jones, all them dudes like, Bill Russell was a jovial cat. This dude, this dude who lived in San Francisco, and all of a sudden got dropped in Boston. In Boston, right? Right. So you go from a place that was still liberal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot more liberal now in San right. Francisco. But you know, everybody moved west for a reason, bro. That's why you see all them. Yeah. You know, you see a bunch of light skinned kids out there. Because <laughs> it's like, hey man, we free love. Yeah, free right, right. Yeah. We going out here. We hanging out. Yeah, it's and, hot out. And Bill Russell got sent to Boston. And legit, man, I've talked to people about this because it's like. People, you know, in his last days are finally realizing, like, Bill Russell was, oh, was a, a really cool cat. Yeah, it's man. just he had he always had, had that armor on. And it was, it was he crazy. had to. Yeah, because he couldn't trust anybody. Now, quick question <laughs> for you guys. We all, Sometimes we have this debate. What decade, if any decade, which one would you have wanted to live in? Like, oh, man. See, the problem with that is that I'm black. And yeah, so people exactly, always do exactly. that, and I'm like, so like after now 86, <laughs> you're going yeah. straight to the 90s. It's huh? like, look, yeah, it's 1992. I'm watching. I'm on New York Undercover. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> mess around with Malik Yoba. In the look, movies. yeah. Have you I'm, seen the, the my man Torres from, from New York Undercover yeah, lately? Yeah. I, you know what's crazy? Got that real Lark Voorhees. Nobody. Oh wow. No, yeah, he he got the. Wow. It's tough out here. Yes. <laughs> But you know what though? He was in the beta video though. He was in the beta video. Period. When that phone stopped ringing, that phone ain't ringing. It's a cold world. Time to cook up. No, I feel like I feel like man, I that Black Power era, man. I I feel like I would have loved to be on. But you know what though? I'm I'm with that because I think every conversation I've had with my family, because my whole side of my mom's side of family is all from Selma. Like whole granny, you know what I'm saying? My grandpa used to have meetings at his spot. Because the foreman would drive by the church, and if you had a meeting at the church and he knew about it, it was like a civil rights thing. Mm-hmm. You came back and you were fired. So he would just be like, "Oh, I'm having a party," and like have all these people. So like, whole situation ground zero for it. my mom was like watching this. You know, they wouldn't let her march in the thing, the, the Selma Montgomery, because it was they were killing people. Yeah, yeah. And so that conversation, she was a product of that Black Power thing. And I think as a that's why I would say '86 and on because. Mm-hmm. We got the message, and the thing is, it's, you could, especially coming from Chicago, bro. Like, you know, how many smart black people have you encountered in your lifetime that had you on some? Hey, here's what you are. Here's what it is. Here's what it looks like from you, small. Yeah, giving you the game. Easy part is, and and you know, like I, this is why you gotta keep your, your ears open. Like, like I mentioned, my my, I'm first generation in this country, so my parents and my grandparents from Belize, so 
you know, when my parents came here is because my grandparents sent for them. Right. Like they were born in Belize. You know, they came here at 15, 16 years old and my parents met each other here uh, while growing up in Belize that whole time. I think they, they, they knew each other. I think my pops was, I think my pops actually knew my mom's best friend or something like that. And that's how they met or whatever. But um, like, I always, and it's crazy because now what I am and what I, you know, what I, what I hold true mm-hmm. is the experience that, that I felt like foreigners feel they are going to have when they come to this country. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, the, you know, talk about the front lines, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. Like all the things that was promised, it didn't just start getting promised in 1875 or 1920. Like my parents came here in the 70s. Like, yo, um, we going to work harder than everybody. Yep. And we're gonna show you. Like I had to speak the King's English in the house. We spoke, you know, my hmm. my parents speak Creole, and that's the the language of Belize. Like people see Belize and they see it on National Geographic, they think yeah. they speak Spanish. But there are people who look like me, you know. There are people who look like you. There are people who yeah. look like Terrence, mm-hmm. right? There are people yeah. who look like Gene. So it's like, it's you know, in the Caribbean, people don't know about the slave trade in the Caribbean, yeah. like where some of the first slaves went, yep. and who fought on those shores. Like this ain't happening again. Those kinds of things. So with all that in you, and then you you realize the history of people and then you realize yo they did this for a reason so that's why i'm so so striding on making sure my kid is okay because it's like yo, your grand your great-grandfather and your grandfather they didn't struggle and have to go through all this just for us to be normal carry right? on tradition exactly mm-hmm. so it's like when you say that like i've gotten the game from so many people who like whose parents were involved and fully fully wrapped up in oakland Period. and detroit and 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 on the on the on the very ground level of things Look. taking place where you're protecting community and you're making sure that, you know, things that didn't enter without, you know, without you understanding, you had to check with me type vibes. And then of course, you know, you get that, you get that infiltrated with, with drugs and all the other things. And, and that's how you bring people down. But man, I, like I've always first, first book reports I did in school as a kid were um you know Marcus Garvey mm-hmm. and Thurgood Marshall and guys mm-hmm. like that, and I never got any. I never got any like, why are you doing this? So I always thought like, oh okay, you yeah, know, it's cool point. for I'm me. To, point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's cool for me. And my parents, my, my mom never was like, you know, Jay, or you know, they're like, hey, you know, you're a respectful young dude. You you seeking knowledge? You know, I could dig it. You keep it moving. I had I had Muslim homies. I had Jewish homies. I had yep. dudes who I was drawing off of their experiences, right. and it was all. It always seemed like okay, this is how it's supposed to be. We all supposed to learn from each other, and yep. then you hit a certain level, or you hit high school, and all of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, now we gotta we gotta separate and not yeah, teams. All right, now I'll be over here, and you'll be over there, and I'm like, nah, fuck that, man. We weren't going on that either. Yeah. We were just like, nah, we're hanging out. Where yeah, we hang and it's out. because of these dudes and these women who were like, yo, we're gonna protect ourselves, but at the same time, we're gonna make sure that you understand that there's a lot here. So if you want to draw off this energy, cool. One, it's not gonna be for free, and it was for free for a long time, and it's yeah. still still people giving it up for free, right? One, it's not gonna be for free, and two, if you if we're not appreciated, then then it's gonna be. It's going to be something else. To that point real quick, we talk about giving it up for free. I think there's a very powerful <laughs> um, resource of keeping people ignorant because then they depend on you. And I think that's a situation where it's like I really try, you know, to pass on as much game as possible because it's like, no, 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 no. Nothing's wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. You just don't know how the game goes. And so, like, you give out that game because you want people to understand. Again, you give it away for free because you think, oh, if I give it away for free, somebody will eventually pay me. But then you find out nobody ever does. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And so it's like trying to understand, like, how do you 
in your own situation, like bossing up on the business side and saying like, okay, I need to make sure my A, B, and C is right. So then when the opportunity presents itself, I'm prepared. Well, like, what you do? A, yeah. Even as a um, like a young host, and I used to get my part-time shifts, there was a little, you know, there was a roadblock where I was, I, I found out that I wasn't getting paid the same as some of our, of um, our mm-hmm. experts. I'm like, wait a minute. They, like the, the morning drive dude, the midday dude, and the afternoon dude all love me and all want me to host with them. That must be for a reason. So I'm going to get the same money that this dude that you think is, you know, got more stature mm-hmm. and more tenure in the business is going to get. Like, that's not going to happen. And there was a time, you know, I'll never forget. Um, like, I was like, I became like the number one fill-in mm-hmm. for a couple of shows. And I'll never forget Mac uh <laughs> Mac telling me like you know I'll pay you out of my own pocket if this ain't working I'm like nah it's not it's mm-hmm. not for you to pay me right pocket, it ain't right? your responsibility like, yeah it's not for you to pay me because if something go crazy there then well I'm gonna cool. do yeah right so exactly. I'm like no no we got and he plus like, his business they like, didn't understand right and it wasn't like hey man I don't want no more or no less than I deserve you know what I'm saying yeah like, you got to value it man yeah and yes. and and that that and that happened at a real like a real young part of my career where it was like, all right, like I said, like I'll I say things I, I say things out loud and it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta hold that. Mm-hmm. You gotta cleave to it. So I'm like, yeah man, you don't need to do that. And then, you know, you read like, oh, because there's this one like message boards are popping and all mm-hmm. that. And you mess around and get your your, your, your psyche mess with because it's just seven dudes with 34 different code names. Yeah. <laughs> Seem like it's the whole Wu Tang clan and right. You know right. right. And it's like uh, you know, you know, dudes are going on message boards like, no, well, you know, this such and such is the better talent, so this is why I'm going with him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really, fam? Like, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm like, all right, I see how you play it. I see how we're going to do this. And you just keep it moving. And you keep it to yourself and you hold it. And then once you, you know, your reward is getting past yeah. the, the trials or whatever. So, yeah, man, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want more than I deserve, you yeah. know. And, and I feel like we work hard enough so we get what we deserve in the long run. Either way. Like yeah. Nipsey, I, I was watching this interview with Nipsey the other day, and he was talking about how like I'm not the most talented rapper. I'm just reliable. I work harder, and I I, I spit out content. Yeah, right. So I may not be the greatest sports talk show host. Ever. I I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's that. You go ahead and be the king. Yeah, but I promise you, we sit in the same room. I'm gonna get the same level of engagement, if not more. Right. And Period. that's cool with me. You know, if we're gonna engage in a conversation, you are gonna know that you, you know, I've been a professional since I was 19. You You're not mean? talking to an amateur. Yeah, there, yeah, and that's all. That's all we ask, man. That's you all we get ask. This work play to hang out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's connections, man. It's all we got is connections, man. That's like, it, man. If we don't, if we don't get that, if we don't get that, then what are we doing? Like, all we doing out here is is wasting away. If you can't, like, if I can't learn something from T, or I can't learn something from Gene, or when I see him, when I see him out working or whatever, like. You know, it ain't just for the gram or ain't for Period. just a you know, tweet or whatever. I, yeah. I salute, say what's up. I saw Period. my man at the uh, the big tournament, Period. right? Yeah, no, yeah. I was like, yo, he was working. I'm thinking, I'm, he's saluting me, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. damn, nah, I'm that's used my to man. that being me. Nah, yeah. That's my, that's my yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Sure, man. Work, work is respected, man. That's, that's been, you know, one of the coolest things is learning from each other on this journey. You know what I mean? I came in with a journalistic background and everything, but to, to take it to this level and learn some of the things he learned you know, from his music business that he dropped on me. You know, we've been able to, to to go hand in hand with that. And it's just, you know, every day has been different. You know, you know, watching him grow in this sports world, you know, where and the conversations that I had with Gene before we started the bigs, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just, I really knew that 
it would be a seamless transition. I'm like, look, man, <laughs> we can go talk to D Rose. We can go talk to Joe Kim Noah. You up for it? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, and so I'm like, man, you telling me I I get to go in the locker room and talk to these guys? Yeah. I said, all right, give and, us and, a minute. And the first time you experience that resistance is when you know and you're getting where you're supposed yeah. to be. Let's oh, go. Yeah. You know, it's what like, it is? oh, I used to cheer for this yeah. team because it's not supposed coming to be up. Easy. But now they, you know, now they got something to say to me. Now mm-hmm. they don't necessarily like something I said, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or a That's video we put out. Now I gotta, I gotta fight for it. That's the respect. You know? Like when you sit down with Joe Madden, like that's that's. People notice that, and the people who ain't working as hard as you notice it even more. Mm-hmm. So now what they're going to do, like it's kind of like the uh, the college basketball agent rule, right, where people are like, why does college basketball care about this? You know why? Because the same people who are in those same rooms and those same parties are related or know the chancellors. They know the presidents of these universities. They know the people who are heading the NCAA. So it's not Mark Emmert like, I, I really need you guys to start um, – uh, getting more certified agents. No, it's the agents like, yo, we getting boxed out by this kid who uh, is hustling and he's as smart as I am. He All didn't right. graduate, so that's where we're going to get him at. All right. right? Like, so when people see the Joe Madden or see the Jason Hayward or see you guys sit down with people and it's like, yo, how'd that happen? You know how it happened. Yep. That scary ass was too scared to walk up to him. Boom. And obviously, I can relate to him on a level where it ain't just an athlete. That's the other thing, too. I, I hipped all my white homies to the game. Like, yo, if you're going to be in a locker room, understand that you might want to uh, relate on some other level than their job. Right, like if I run into you, I free can't, game. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, like I can't. Again. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Another I, one. I, I can't run into my bar and be like, "Yo, how them Clippers looking?" If we out in the street, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Like, right? Like that's his job. My right? barber look at me like, "What?" Yeah, right. What that's his job. But if I ask you, like, "Yo, how the family?" Or you yeah. know, did you hear this album? Or that I know this is a genre of music you don't listen to, but check it out. And then all of a sudden, you a whole new world opens up because oh, now, mm-hmm. because young brothers come out of the system, whether it be collegiate or AAU, yep. and they are taught to not trust people. And now it's gotten so bad where it's like, don't even trust the brothers in media. Oh, yeah. Because, and that's yeah, crazy. Because when now you they, see that. They think they got an end. So we mm-hmm. go, hey, anybody? And, 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 wow. and, and you got to disarm them. Like, yo, man, listen, if you talk to me or don't talk to me, it ain't going to kill me. So hey, and that's it. Any athletes out there, bro? Like I promise you, it makes us both look better to have an open and honest conversation. And ain't nobody trying to get you, bro. Like if anything, I'm rooting for you. Are you kidding me? Like come and on, dudes have been unless mad you're a weirdo. At me for yeah. Two years. Like Period. I've had guys be mad at me for two full seasons, and I'm still in that locker room. I'm still right next to you. I still respect. Hey, what's happening? You know, everything good. And wow. you know you you check your temperature because one I mean mm-hmm. you know you ain't got to be a bitch like yeah. you ain't gotta run around like okay I'm gonna I can't I'm gonna, talk to him I'm gonna I'm gonna be over here okay now he's over there I can go I got I got moves to make I got to talk to people I got to do my job right I'll never forget Kevin Garnett um uh, Kevin Garnett came to uh, UC it was a regular season game and he got a technical and my man who covers and I'm blanking on his name right now I just saw him at an ABJ but my man who covers uh, the uh, Gary Washburn, mm. who covers um, uh, the Celtics, covers the NBA for the Boston Globe for years. Yeah, right. We're talking, and Kevin, you know, was in the media scrum, and I asked him about the technical. And Kevin looked up at me, and he goes, "What, man?" And he, and he, like, he's like, "Next question." And then he under his breath, he's like, "Fuck out of here." And I'm like, mm. "I'm like, all right, bet, whatever." Yeah, like this ain't, yeah. this ain't gonna be the last time something like that happened. Gary pulled me to the side after it was done. And he was like, yo, uh, Kevin doesn't talk about technicals. I'm like, oh, 
love. I'm like, cool. You yeah. know? So yeah. I'm like, I'm not sitting there shook. Everything finishes up. I go to the Bulls locker room. I'm all done. I come back out, you know, just walking around a little bit, you know, go get some of that whack ass popcorn. And, like <laughs> and, uh, and Kevin is walking out and he's like, yo, my man. I'm like, yeah, what's happening? Yeah. He's like, my bad. And I was like, nah, man, you cool. Like, he's like, nah, man, you know, he's like, you know, I ain't. shout out to the good KG story. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, he was that like, KG story with a happy ending. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you know, I don't, you know, it's, yeah, ain't nothing personal, bro. I'm yeah, like, I know it's not personal. I'm like, that's no, all good, bitch. bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm, I'm not, not one of those. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, exactly, because you know, I'm not gonna that, go around and hit piece afterwards because you hurt my feelings. Because no, exactly. we, we've seen the other type take it personal, hold it against them for years. Oh yeah, you like that's what made you hate this dude. Oh yeah, and 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 it's crazy because there are teams in this city who aren't covered equally. And, oh yeah, and it's hilarious to me because I know all the bodies are buried at this point. Uh oh. So I'm sitting there like, you know, like these dudes, mm-hmm. these dudes move with impunity, and 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 these cats over here, like it's 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 different. It's different lives that that a lot of media are leaving. And this is the other thing too, like I know I wild out. Like I know I go places and I'll be like, I have a good time, right? Yeah, of course. I, I have a good time. You know, I'm I'm. Safe, like I, I have, but mm-hmm. I have a good time with my people. You know, I got people in other industries who are like, hey man, come out, and hang out with us. How am I gonna be the guy? Like, you know, you know that uh, that young that young bear over there really does like to party so much. And be like, <laughs> like, yeah, what? we saw yeah. him next to you. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, I'm right there with his ass. Yeah, there's a lot of cats who. That's real. Like, Shout out to the athletes that I've been in the club with that we don't ever talk about yeah. because it's a good time and it's like, yo, we all having a good time. And it's their personal I'm, space. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm not allowed to have a good time because right. I gotta show up at also, the ballpark I'm, in the morning. I'm laughing because yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's like, how am I be mad at him for doing right. that? I was right. doing it with my brother. That's what I'm saying. Literally, literally, I'm doing it now. Two booths over. You feel me? I'm doing it now. Like, you know, I put my phone up. I know the game. Like, I'm not on that. We rapping along the future same way. Right. You feel me? And that's the thing. Like, there's, there's a, the Players Tribune was born because sucker ass reporters messed up the game. Yeah. Like these players used to ride on buses with dudes. I remember. You'd be embedded with somebody for weeks. Yeah. Like Sam Smith was damn near a bull. You know, two books, bro. Like, two full books like, of like, like I'm within the whole yeah, season. And now we gotta go through PR departments uh, and an agent uh, and this and that and that. I'm like, and they no, got their own content person in there. To the yeah. Source. yeah, it's crazy. I used to get in trouble for uh, the Bears used to get after me uh, because uh, during Bourbonnet in training camp, like I went out there one time, like like we're not getting enough guests on for whatever reason, right? And I was like, all right, cool. Like I just took the cart and just drove up by the cafeteria and be like, "You coming with me, fam? Like, trust me. Like, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I got you." And they come along, and then all of a sudden, now, like, you can't go close to the cafeteria. You can't. Didn't remember I told you that? I said we got used to you be in able this to one little spot. Yeah, you can't go close to certain. Man, I was, I was, I was go karting all around number, that huh? camp. Yeah, because in the end, like. It's not as bad as you think it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like the people, the, the people who are the protectors of these players. It's like they're humans, right? So mm-hmm. all you're doing is making a less full human experience for that person. And the only time they're gonna hear from us is when they're doing well or when it's time to bury them. Mm-hmm. So you might as well 
you might as well get it on in the middle, right? Like yeah. there's a whole dash worth of life to people living and you're yeah. like, I have not touched that because yeah. I'm scared to talk to them when it ain't a good time or when it ain't a bad time. So yeah. when you do come down hard on dudes, you're like, yo, like when Ben Gordon, Ben Gordon was my man and Ben has is, ben is hit some tough times as of late. Ben Gordon, that cat, when he was here, like I saw how everybody moved around Kirk and everybody moved around Luol. Like those were the golden Golden boys. Yeah. And remember, they didn't want to pay Ben. Right. But they paid Lou all that money. But Ben was answering. He won all Rookie of the Year and Sixth Man of the Year at the same even, time. Even more impressive to me, he was answering all those questions that nobody was answering when they was getting their ass thumped. Mm -hmm. Right? And any tough loss, Ben would be right there. And other dudes would hide. And I'm like, yo, like this is the guy, right? right? He may not be tall enough and you, know, yeah. you can't, can't live on a 6'2 shooting guard. I can dig all that, yeah. but. I, I respect that part of it. So when it when it's time to talk about something, Ben was always like, "Yeah, I got you," because I'm sitting there like, "Yo, I see what I see the game. Like, right. I see how you getting squeezed out. I see right. what it is." Like, I remember there was um, there was a uh, when Ben first came here, he uh, he uh, did his workout at the Berto Center and got really sick, and uh, they had he got like food poisoning, and they had to call. They had to call like an ambulance for Ben. Like it was right. bad. Yeah. And Skiles greeted the ambulance like, can you believe this is going to be the dude we're going to pick? Like Skiles always been hard body. And that's what Ben came into. Like, yeah, you that, believe like, this? Yeah, yeah. This tummy hurt. <laughs> Real deal. You know, Scott was, yeah. Scott was grinding. Zero tolerance. Yeah, right? Like, you know, the Eddie Curry, all he got to do to rebound is jump. Like, all the, like, Scott was, Scott was yes. hard on him, bro. Yes. And, and it was understood. But, like, mm. you, you got to learn the stories and got to see the things. Like, Jay Williams, like, I know the dudes he was riding with. So, mm. when he came back and we did the interview, it was like 30 minutes of the best radio I'd ever done because, you know, there's that, we like share maybe, something. Yeah. So long story mm -hmm. less long, we mess around like these athletes don't know the people that are covering them, are leery of them, don't trust them. So you're not going to get anything out of them. Nah. So that, now the Players' Tribune exists so they can tell their own stories. Oh, yeah. It goes back to what you said earlier, first of all. It's a bunch of lames. In this business these days, me and Gina a ton of them. all the time. A ton of them. And you don't, it's not even like you're not cool enough. Hey, it's just like you're you, like, you that's how that you move. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I would say it that way differently. <laughs> I always say it like this the, the best way to describe it for folks who don't understand what we're saying is it's possible to have book smarts, but not have street smarts. Yeah. And yeah, so for sure. I believe as a reporter, especially a reporter who has to go engage with people, I don't care if you're at the city desk, whatever, you're doing TV. You have to have street smarts no, to be able wrong. to read the room. Yeah. You got to be able to understand when somebody don't feel like talking, but you also got to be able to understand that sometimes you just got to ask the question anyway. And you got to take off your insecurities. Period. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of guys who cover these teams who are like, first of all, there's a lot of pocket watching going on, which is, which Sheesh. is sinful. Sheesh. Thank you. <laughs> which is like, how did he... Yeah, how is he making that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you believe? They'll, all they'll ask you. Can you hey, believe man, he's yeah. got he's got more than two cars? I respect when they ask. More than two right. cars, exactly. I respect well, when they ask. That's, that's the go-to. Right. How are you guys? How are you guys eating? Like, what? Hey, yeah, the pocket watching is hilarious, but you know, there's always going to be that element because if if there wasn't, and then you know, we wouldn't stay sharp. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So see, when you see how they move in the locker room and they wonder how we get these relationships. Hey, by the way. Um, talking about brothers too, by the way. Like, oh, you know, people might be oh, listening yeah. to this yeah, and be like, "Oh, oh they're, no, no, no. they're really going hard thing. on the white dudes." Not no, his brothers out there. They're moving really weird. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, the move, like, like literally, yeah. the movement, yeah. the movement, uh, like is that's, whack. That's how you walk, fam. All right, bet you know, yeah, yeah. it's fear. 
say you uh, had a fierce. bad one, huh? It's fair. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, dog. I'm, I'm like, people, you know, yeah. You be yourself. That's be the, yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Long run. That's like, all it is. Oh and, it, and it's and if funny you can't because be yourself be like Gene. But period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Period. But the other thing is with that, I had to learn that too because like my first time going into like Hallis Hall. I was like, oh my God. But then, yeah. Yeah. But you know I told you about that. It's and then the first person I talked to was Christian Jones when he was still on the team. And I know him from FSU. That dude. So I'm like, Jeez. yo, what's good? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Shout out to Jesus. Christian. Jesus is a wild boy. Shout out to Christian. Uh, <laughs> uh, but basically, I was just like, oh, so I just started talking to him. Because I'm like, okay, we have a conversation. I know I ain't got to. So uh, yeah, tell me about right. the, just, you know. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta, and you gotta swallow up. It was a beautiful feeling because it was like, oh, okay, I'm like in my zone, and then all of a sudden you start seeing those conversations. I get my stuff done because everybody's now willing to talk. So there was a real moment of that happening in real time. So I think the other thing is there's this weird sense of like, this is like, do you get hype when you meet the postman? <laughs> do you get hype when you meet the dentist? Wow, it's a job, yeah. and for for these people, especially like the ones I think is more so probably they the, have special talents, but they're 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 yeah, professionals. They're right. Baseball and basketball, I said, way, yeah, baseball and football. Other guys I see it on TV all the time. Yeah, basketball's oh, a little tougher man. because it's it's less people, and it's more spotlight. But I feel like you go to a baseball stadium, you should be able to talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, and if, especially if you can connect, right? Period. Like if. And there's people that rock with you, and you know, there's certain energies that you can tell are like, all right, we, well, we, we on the same plane. All right. You probably can't talk about this at work, but I got you. But I got you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got you, and that's all it is. And like, for instance, like I mentioned, you know, it's like Jeff Dickerson. Mm. I came up on the Jeff, right? And before he went to ESPN, right. he was he was a producer at the Score, and I spent a little time with him, and I've watched Jeff's career throughout. And Jeff is is moved like you know the, a dude who I respect. Right. Like he he don't. You know he'll 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 always keep it professional, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like he knows he knows the life of an athlete. Like he knows the yeah. stuff that they're they're trying to stay away from. Right. He knows the stuff that you know he's not trying to catch you up. Period. Like he and it's insulting to think that because the person doesn't like you mentioned, the person doesn't have an extensive um, educational background that they can't peep. Like I I went to one year of college. Right? I told my mom I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. I got it. I'm, I'm an intern and I got a plan. She's yeah. like, as long as you don't execute your plan, that's you it. Know, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the moment I stepped into a radio and TV class and it was like, let's work on our radio voices. I'm like, I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang. Work out. on our radio go voices. Up and hang out for a little bit. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> sounds like my journey. It was just two. It, my journey was two years of college. <laughs> my man, my man. Shout out to SIU. They sent me an oh, alumni Carbondale. alumni postcard the other day. I'm like, who's this for? Carbondale. Like, send one of him anyway. Hey, also, notes. SIU Carbondale leads the league in people who killed it after they left Southern. <laughs> There's so many people that was like, I was there for they a year and a half. Away from Southern. I was in the towers, wilding. Hey, hey my, my, my <laughs> uncle, my, my uncle was like, for many reasons, like, don't go down there, man. <laughs> you found we, out. We do business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man. No, no, yeah, I'm going to go down nah. there. My pops didn't want me to go down there. I went down there. It was like, oh, okay. I was 17. Too. I was, I was there like, for a year. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's it's time to go. It's a lot. I was, not, I, I was not mature enough or ready for no. or did like, I just wanted to jump into it. Oh, like, baby. Dude's going to high school straight from, uh, going to leave straight from high school. I'm like, come on, do man. It. Let's, let's jump in here. I had yeah. interns who was like 26, 27. I'm like 20. It was, it was you know, I, I, I don't know any other path. It's kind of like asking football players, and me and Bernstein mm-hmm. talked about this before, where it's like, yeah, would you do this? You know, if you could do it all over again, he's like, I don't know any other way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've always that's, been this. That's what I was about to ask you, and I was going to say, I couldn't imagine, I mean, just from hearing your journey, man, it's, 
you know, is is it was supposed to be like this. Yeah. 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 It was supposed to be like this, man. I, I, you know, during the during the bad times, you like you don't know when it's gonna be over, so you're like you're going through. It's kind of like when you're sick, you're like, man, I can't wait till I can yeah. breathe right again, or you know what I mean, right. or can't wait till I'm healthy again. Then you take it granted when you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Like it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Of course, the the losses and all the other things, the public nature of the losses too. I think right. that's what touched me the way it did because. Mm-hmm. Somebody else get let go of their job, and they're like, oh, well, you know. They get to yeah. low. Home. Yeah, your homeboys, you know, they, they circle they, right. around you and keep it real, but, yeah. like, you you got to relive it. I had to relive it every day. Still do. Like, I asked somebody yesterday. Oh, every day. Man. Every day, and it's like, you're taking it, but now there's no more scab. No, it, it, we're yeah. good now, but, yeah, man, it, I, I wouldn't have it any other way because I don't know any other way, and it's always led to something that is showing me something that I could do. Like, I wasn't in the TV, I haven't. I've never been a dude who thought anything about TV, and then the last few years or whatever, they're like, "Yo, you should probably do more of that." Right. I'm like, cool. And then people come for you, come to you for opportunities. You're like, "Why are they doing this?" Right. Like imposter syndrome sets in again. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when I started my radio stuff, it was like, "All right, can I do this?" And then you start to have people look around you. Like I read a teleprompter for the first time uh, last week something that might be coming up. And they were like, oh, yeah, good job. That was great. And I'm like, that's the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. It can't be. I'm like, no, I'm telling you now. I'm giving you game. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the first time I've ever done that. And you get introduced to other things because sometimes you get dropped on your head. You yeah. Know? You got to figure it out. That's Knock it. it out, man. Hey, I appreciate man. it. You've been getting fits up. On TV, I've been seeing you the last. Siafa, Siafa is the king. I, true. You know why? Siafa got cheat code. Siafa was a model. Siafa <laughs> still out here getting free clothes. <laughs> nah, I mess with Siafa. Yeah. Looks nah, like but a he, model. yeah, he was. He used to be a model. He can't do that. Yeah, like I'm out here eating you gotta come right, yeah. cream pies, yeah. man. I'm like, you can't, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I had a good summer. You out here. Yeah, you had the hot boy summer? Yeah. No, you had hot yeah. Great. No, no, no. Yeah. No, come on, fam. I'll fuck yeah, with you. Shit. <laughs> shit. No, but yeah. no, I, you know, I had a good summer. You know, I yeah. bought a couple jackets, started feeling good about myself. You see Siafa. Siafa got back in the gym a month ago. Left. Yeah, he's, oh, right, you know right. what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, got the great face. He got no hair Golf, on his huh? face. Yeah. Golf, huh? Uh, yeah, exactly. They back. They 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 in the, they in the cut. Like, oh, nice I'll, I'll show you golf. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, come on, Siafa. Nah, Siafa's my man. But uh, yeah, I I go up against anybody who's like making a similar amount of money. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You I winning your weight class. Forte, right? He said, pound for pound, I'm coming for uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm coming like for the title. I'm, I'm coming for the title. Classes, man. That's it. I'm coming <laughs> for the title. Stop fighting dudes bigger than y'all. That's it. Hey, by the way, that's that's real life for anybody out there. Stop throwing hands with these security guards, dude. Did you guys see what happened at that yes, bowling at alley? Ball yeah, yes. bro. Duh. Bang that man over his head with a uh, a bowling ball. His dude is in a coma. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yes. Yeah, he's in a coma. Hey, hey man, for like anybody out here listening that's in those situations, hey, be all the kind of punks you need to be when it's yeah, that many people. Leave. Move. And then yeah. handle get it whatever way you're going to handle it yeah. afterward. But man, oh, yeah. you got to take care of each other out here, that's, bro. Yeah. You got to spread some love, man. People die off pride every day, bro. It's messed up. And it's like, I think the other thing is the smarter decision. Usually, it's just to yeah, just to rotate. Yeah, you'll see him again. Yeah, yeah, it'll get look. It'll get taken care of that time. Yeah. It always does. Yeah, hey. everybody hooping the same places. Period. Side note, man, <laughs> gotta give a shout out to my boy Jelani Summers. Oh, you know Juice went to Chicago, stayed with him. Oh. We call we call him Ho. Shout out to my boy Watts, Watts and Jelani. They frat brothers. Okay, Watts. maybe not. I don't know if Jelani is. He's a, he's a Q. Is he a sick? Oh, he's a Q. Mm-hmm. Okay, Watts is a Sigma. Okay. But they were like 
Oh yeah, that Chicago is the greatest State. athlete that I've ever seen in my really? life. I'm talking about NBA players that Jelani used to come to the Y. You don't know this brother. No. Jelani is my. I just I was hanging out with him this weekend. He told me, man. If, He's like, man, you know my boy Golf. I said, man, Golf is one of the brothers, yeah, man. Yeah, he said, yeah. man, tell him, you know, we call him Ho. He was like, tell him, you know Ho, and, and watch his, watch his reaction. Hey, is the, hey, that dude used to come to the Y, and we'd all be playing basketball for hours. This dude would just walk into the gym, yeah. 360 windmill, and then walk out. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, no, you talk about basketball talent yeah. wasted. Like, he was a track dude. Yeah. Super right? track dude. Yeah. Awesome. Like, freshman year, we actually, you know, we, it almost went down in my crib the other day because one of my other homies was like, you know, so he was team MVP. And we all sitting and you know, after a while, it set in like, nah, but for real, though, I was really good. I'm like, oh, this is about to escalate. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because people Somebody started throwing know. them credentials yeah. after a year. Uh-huh. But that dude, that dude was one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. Like, you know who DJ Stevens is? Yeah. Like that kind of athlete. Like out, like, of, really. out of the world. Yeah. Like like Jelani, he's a little he's 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 cock diesel, man. Yeah. He's swole now, but Jelani was messing around, kissing the rim, all types dude. of weird like he is, dude, and he dude, never like, played like a lick of basketball. A, a lick of basketball. <laughs> we would be in the intramurals and hooping every day oh, in Chicago State. Man, Hove would come into the gym. <laughs> Pick the ball up One and just go up and do some wild looking dunk. And it'll be like, dude, you just you, you just came from the student union. What you doing? You got Cheetos back. Oh god. He's dunking his street clothes. I sit dog. Dude. And 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 always always kept some steppers. You know, always got mm, like always a, a, a driver hat. Yeah, oh, uh, that's my man. One that's of the my, best man. I was actually at the Everson Township game with him this this weekend. Him and his family. Him, yeah, Brandy. His lovely, and, wife, yeah, Brandy, we all oh, man. That's the money. Like Raven. Yeah, they yeah, they they're great people, man. That's that's one of the better brothers that I have ever come in contact with. Agreed, hundred percent. He's he's a solid. In, oh man, see, yeah. see? Just love all out in the yes, world. I man, love it. Man. Yeah, this was awesome though, y'all. I know I talked your ear off. I know I'm fucking but uh, this was this was great, bro. Man, we've been waiting on it. Like you said, it was everything. I can't wait to hear this one. Oh yeah. Can't oh yeah. I'm getting some shit yeah, because up. of this one. Nah, I'm gonna we go, gonna be mad at me. We gonna we gonna send like, them my it's way. Like, exactly. It's like the cooking timer. We, like, yeah. we haven't been mad at golf in a week or so. <laughs> Let's fuck around and get hey, mad. I'm mad at golf, man. Y'all got bigger problems. <laughs> hey yes, man, sir. I'm always I'm always blessed to uh, be around cats like y'all, man. I and like I tell my boys, I appreciate y'all because I truly do. Y'all y'all. Y'all, y'all got something here, and it's it's because it's it's from the turf and it's organic, and and you know when y'all get this money, then y'all could distill it. Hey, hey, yes, sir. It's coming though. Hey, yes, man, sir. a lot of people, a lot of people on the lookout for y'all. So Let's get it. Let's on, go. Keep on moving, fellas. <laughs> it's your man T time. We'll catch y'all next time. Madeatmess.com, man. www.thebigs.us Slash merch too. Go cop you a brim. Shout bro, out to the buff. I need 50. the hats and the shirts and everything. By the way, y'all guys, let me. Yeah, know. you gotta do okay. care packages. No, bro. no, 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 no. Yeah. no, no, no. We support by buying. Yes, I sir. respect support that. You know the brothers buying. hit me up, Gino. I know y'all got a twenty uh, percent off code. I said, <laughs> I said, hey, Vimo, uh, you support said, by buying. Vimo, come yeah. on now, yeah, Vimo. Yeah. yeah, can't wait to can't Vimo, wait to go pay Vimo, extra dough for everybody yeah. else. Nah, for real. You bought an OGT, so okay, okay. Hey man, I can't wait to rock it. I trust me, I'm getting away with more more outlandish. Things every time I'm on television. I'm in danger. Whenever you got something to say, get off your heart. We can come to this table. Yeah, come on. Oh, shit, I'll see y'all next week. Hey, <laughs> let's get it. Look. Our first regular. Hey. Look. Hey. I'm with it. Thank you for having me. Episode 11. You just rock with the bigs. Jason Goff joined us. Thank you, brother. Oh, Gino, get us up out of here. Hey, man, y'all already know what it is over here. I need not a piece of an introduction, <laughs> but in case you needed it, mama. 
There goes that man. Mama. Yo, man, I love, I bro. Y'all. We out. It's us. Yeah. Chill. Couldn't be concerned less how I hate to feel Car service only opportunity for rest In between destinations a little hibernation Life under the scope, I gotta stay fresh They just wanna see you falling The only reason the camera's out when you're walking The only reason they listening when you're talking Waiting on you to contradict yourself Albeit evict yourself from the house Like when Beth instigated that situation with Tammy Got David kicked out Suckers trying to figure my angle Puzzled by my shuffle, hick it wood in the bangles Adjust my wing brothers in the presence of danger Drop bombs on them niggas from the middle and stay calm Knowing that we belong on the top of wing tripping Cause we'll get there in a minute Yeah, that's a statement for the mission Swiss movement so my watch ain't ticking Who your crew is, them niggas is bums Throwing parties, don't that bitch come They all at my heart showing Me and my folks getting drunk Banging my sounds from the wall mouth uh, uh, yeah, life under the stone. Every day is a test. All day, go.